This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. We have a, like, the this is the biggest group we've ever had <laughs> on the show today. I had to make a whole new camp setup and everything. I mean, it looks really similar to the other camp setup, but... <laughs> Work was involved, all right? Um, <laughs> I have to do things, okay? Right? We've got Zen, we've got Aldino, we've got Rook, and joining us today, we've got Crichton, Harold, and Kroof. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having I feel us. Like, I feel like Fusion's rushing this intro every time so I can no longer go, hey. <laughs> I mean, if, do, do all the haze you want. Go for it. I'll, I'll just give you I'm like, done. I did it. I'll give you like a whole yeah. minute. You can just. Just see how many you can get in. We'll call Guinness. <laughs> That's a Nidra. You're good. You're hey, all hate hey, out hey, now. Hey, okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> good. I don't want to take up too much time. I like okay. that this we got poor people to talk about. An official jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Uh, I'm glad so it's got... recorded because I would never remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some news this week. Uh, yeah. Fanfest emails are out for the t the ticket drawing, so <laughs> mm -hmm. if you didn't get them, sorry. Yeah, that's this. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna. Yeah, I'll see you guys. <laughs> I will. I will so remember that you email? once went to Fanfest. <laughs> uh, an well, email. did you sign up? You get one? Yeah, I got an email. Oh, nice. I'm just nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. Last I was going to say. Uh, yeah. So many people. Well, I say so many people. The ratio of actual tickets available to people who play the game in America alone is astronomical. Yeah, it's so, just dumb. So if you know like one person that got an email, that's about right ratio wise. <laughs> I know three and two of Ooh. them have never been. So I'm like, you know what? That's, that's cool. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've it's, been yeah. a couple times. If I don't get to go this time, that's okay. It is it yep. is wild with how, with how many people like on social I follow right. Obviously, a lot of them are like content creators. They're not getting any special treatment this time around. Um, mm -hmm. The only people I know that are going are me and Rook. <laughs> and I didn't even think I was going because I didn't get the email. Yeah. And then Bebop found it buried in their email, so we're covered. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, out of the people that I knew. I know two, two, and then like a couple more have trickled in and it's, oh my gosh, it's also, it's so weird. It's, I get it. The game is huge and there's only mm -hmm. so much they can do for something like a fan convention like this. So to have this raffle drawing, I think a lot of us, it's kind of um, a Japan versus Western world sort of thing. Like It's, it's big Japan housing lottery vibes. <laughs> yes, but like Japan convention, like Japanese conventions and the Japan Fan Fest, as far as I know, have done this kind of raffle mm -hmm. system for a while. Yeah. But it's very different, like in the US and, and other, I think, Western countries, not all, but in, in a lot of them, where it just is so, it just sucks. Like to be, it just kind of sucks. Yeah. It yeah. sucks that you have to sit there and then hope you get to go to this event that you want to go to. And then so few people got picked. It's staggering. Or, or um, at least, you know, in, in terms of like what we can see, right? There, there's mm -hmm. a yeah. bunch of people that probably like don't know what a Twitter is that, yeah. that got picked, right? I mean, um, I'm currently cosplaying my email inbox. So, yeah, I feel it. Like it's just, yeah, just empty. Just, just gone. I, you know what? I'm still going to go. There's going to be oh, so yeah. many people that I know in Vegas there, and it's mm -hmm. freaking Vegas. I'm going to do Vegas things. It's going to be fun. 
is four I'm, days I'm, afterward. I am going be to be in Vegas. Guys, while FanFest is great, the most mm-hmm. fun that I had last time was just hanging out with my friends, not mm-hmm. at the convention. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, go. And yeah. there's, there's still the orchestra concert as well. We, we yeah. No idea what's happening with those tickets yet. They haven't said anything. Um, so there's there's always that too. Like if, if you didn't get picked for the convention, but you still want to go to Vegas, hang out with some friends, there's always mm. the orchestra concert. I'm going to go see mm. RuPaul and Cirque du Soleil. Oh go. my gosh. You know, Ooh. I was kind of interested in this convention and I've never mm-hmm. been to Vegas, but my mom lives in Vegas. Mm. So, oh. And I've yet to actually go visit her. So, you know, I might, I might see You can see about those general sales. Yeah. Two <laughs> birds, one stone. And then we can meet. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it'd be amazing. I love you all, but I'm not coming to America yeah. to get all that shit sorted out. That's just crazy that's, stuff that, happening. That, that's at the fair. That's yeah. fine. That's sure. fair. That's fair. I will say I this that. though. There and maybe we need to do a whole episode about this because mm-hmm. I actually do think we could we could really talk about this. When it comes to events of this scale and of the importance and weight in the community, especially events mm-hmm. like FanFest that oftentimes as well reveal a major announcements about the mm-hmm. game, uh, including our next expansion, classes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this time around for the convention, uh, they did not set aside, as far as anybody can tell, creator badges or media badges. Nope. And mm-hmm. this is something that I've, I've seen the community, I, I think because people are just so bummed i mean i really think that's it people are frustrated people are bummed people are sad they're not going to be able to go with their friends there, there or is maybe... a grieving process happening right now. yes like and people are, are are upset about that which is absolutely fair but i've mm. also seen some of that hostility turned on creators who were kind of staggered that they weren't invited to this mm-hmm. event yeah. or that they weren't provided media badges but i would just encourage everybody to remember that like it's not everybody sad, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. sad right now. And it's particularly tough too for creators who do have big audiences who then can even disseminate that further beyond or small audiences, but who have a big impact, you know, who can disseminate the event, the news, the information, who might even earn their livelihood from it. Um, I don't really think it's anybody's fault to be upset about this, let alone for creators who, mm-hmm. in just about every other event that exists in the whole world, get media and creator badges set aside, which oftentimes don't even come out of general sales, right? They are their mm-hmm. own thing yeah. that's specifically about publicizing the event and disseminating the news. So I would just encourage everybody, like, don't tear each other apart on this. If there's any yeah. frustration, direct that feedback constructively to Square Enix about mm-hmm. the process. But, like... Just because people are upset or because creators assumed, hey, maybe we would have the ability to provide coverage for this event. It's not anybody's fault. Like, everybody's just bummed if they didn't get selected, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the event itself, so much of what everybody really wants to see is going to be put up or just live. Put up mm-hmm. immediately or live. Then you're going to be able to watch it alongside yep. everybody else. May, Keynote may I happens. Question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, um, is there any ethos behind the fact that they're not like privileging creators to pro- for free promotion for the event? Is there, is is there something, is some trauma happened with mm. the? Is there a schism between creators and and the Final Fantasy team? This it's is a, a good whole question. Podcast. Yeah, it's a good question. I think. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's a great question. It's a great question. I think that we've just never been tightly coupled in that way. I think, they, uh, as you would yeah. see with other other MMOs, like Blizzard would grab a person or give a person an interview. That doesn't usually happen outside of big media events, you know, kind of any out of cycle thing. It's interesting in that way. 
Guild Wars 2, which as we get into it, obviously, Kroof mm -hmm. and uh, Harold and myself all work with Guild Wars 2 in the partnership mm -hmm. program. Yeah. 14 has never developed a program like that. Nope. So That's it creates... Shocking. Yeah. I know, I know. Um, yes, I I think a lot of it has to do with it being a Japanese company and mm -hmm. the fact that yep. like there are many international community teams that genuinely want to work more closely with creators, but because there's this like constant game of telephone happening and because uh, like Japanese corporate mindset is very different than mm -hmm. much of the rest of the, the world's mindset when it comes to working with creators, um, it's very strange, and it is this mm -hmm. kind of schism. Um, they also recently had an event that I think was very contentious because um, there was this Black Chocobo event where like a handful <laughs> of creators were picked yeah. to be featured. Yeah. They were like for a brief period of time on Twitch, um, you could if you tuned into their channels and gifted subs, mm. you could get a limited mount that would be given to you if you gifted like five subs or something. And so the creators that were featured, um, some of it was very strange. Like some of them hadn't even streamed the game for like months. One of them didn't even have subs giftable on their channel. <laughs> like there was a huge issue. And given the already kind of like troubled discourse and lack mm -hmm. of connection between creators and Square Enix, I think it really especially exploded in the creator community because so many people were deeply hurt that, you know, they might've spent their entire life making content <laughs> for 14 it's... and not been picked for this. And, yeah. and there was like a huge monetary element with it too, mm -hmm. where people were earning over like $30,000 from this event or more yeah. like yeah. in a single week, you wow. know, <laughs> it's, it's one of those weird things. Cause I, I was thinking about that earlier, you know, the idea mm -hmm. of if they did invite content creators or media or whatever, usually they're on a similar badge, right? Yeah. Um, how do you decide who to pick, right? Because mm. somebody's always going to get left out, but that's no different than literally any other thing that they've done. I mean, media mm -hmm. tour, they can't invite everybody. They have to pick and choose. That's just kind of the, the, the nature of the beast, right? Mm -hmm. um, but to, to have none of that this year, it, it reminds me a little bit, right? And I'm not saying Square is necessarily doing this intentionally, but, you know, back in the day um, when, you know, fan sites were a thing, I can remember when Square made the move from fan sites to content creators. And they just kind of said, okay, we don't really need you anymore. We're going to focus on this thing now. And it almost feels like that again, except there's nothing that they're moving to. It's just like, we're big enough now. We don't need the content <laughs> creators, which I probably not the look, probably not something they intended, but it mm -hmm. looks a little tiny bit like that. Yeah, on the flip side of things, I kind of wonder if they're getting into a space they just don't understand. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so they don't know who to reach out to. And, and we've we've seen plenty of times. Uh, even uh, they reached out to Rook, and you were on the community show. You, you are yes, okay. but that well, that took a really long time to be okay. honest, and. I think the fact that I had started working with Gamer Escape was largely what drew me even to their attention. Mm. Just just to be completely frank, like just yeah. to be honest mm. with everybody to kind of give you a peek behind the curtains. Yeah. Well, After trying to make a lot of my own attempts to contact them to absolutely okay. no avail. Mm. But, but recently they have been, I think, even outside of that, trying to expand mm -hmm. more. I've seen them reaching out to people. The NA community yeah. team seems like they got some stuff to budge. 
so that they were able to feature mm-hmm. creators on things like Duty Commence, which was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It was so yeah. much fun, and it's, I was so yeah. happy to be invited. It's, I mean, it's, it's great to see that. I mean, there's there's so many things behind the curtain that we don't even know exists. Yeah. Right. We, I mean, I, a lot I, of that I is from SE being a Japanese company. A lot of that mm-hmm. is uh, just, you know, they need to be careful who they feature on stuff. There, there's a lot of movie yeah. parts, and, yeah, and we can't even see half of it. I I constantly see uh, creators that I know and do not know on on Twitter who are like, Square Enix sent me a package of crap to hand out, you guys. Like, but that's Square Enix and not 14. Yeah. And they have different community teams, which is that is that is also that is also me just saying Square Enix as a blanket. I don't recall (laughs) which one it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we did, uh, we we did. Uh, gosh, when was this? I fr- we did a big extra life push one year, uh, and I reached out and I was like, "Hey, fourteen people, Square Enix PR people, who I talked to for 14. I got mm-hmm. like two different like responses from like two different departments of like, "Here's what we have." <laughs> I mean, that's just you know, there's a yeah. lot of things that need to and talk to other things. Yeah. <laughs> we always bring up too that they have kind of a small team. Uh, back back in the day, to copy Fusion a little bit here, uh, when they were especially working with just fan sites, it was much easier to be like, ah, oh, there's five of you supporting us? All right. <laughs> there were two people on the community stuff. team back in the day. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like because the game has grown so much and there's so many just awesome creators, like, they don't know what to do with all that. They've lagged behind, yeah. yeah. They've lagged behind the growth. And it looks like they're trying to catch up, but they are definitely not there. And I think that that was an amazing question to ask because we can talk about the flip side in Guild Wars as we mm. go through this. Yes, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think a lot of this could be alleviated in general if they just had more direct and clear cut lines of communication, be that a form for some kind of partnership thing, an application for media or content creation badges. That's its own separate process. Mm-hmm. Because then at least you know you're being able to put yourself forward. Um, and many other companies have direct lines like that, including Guild Wars 2, which, yes, we can talk about more. Where mm-hmm. even if you're not, like, liaisoning with an individual via email, right, you can still yeah. submit that information and feel like, hey, they had a chance to review what I do. And if they didn't select me, they didn't select me. But yeah. um, it's been a very different beast. And, yeah, Harold, it was a good question to ask because I... Have seen some theories about like, well, maybe mm-hmm. some of the backlash of that Black Chocobo campaign made them steer away because they wanted everybody to have a fair shot with FanFest. Maybe they wanted to avoid criticism of giving preferential treatment to sure. creators. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, there's a lot of discourse about it, but um, yeah, it's been interesting. So we were going to talk about uh, new players in 14 today, but we're changing <laughs> the topic entirely. We're going to trash the outline. Community <laughs> management and content creation. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to back to FanFest. Make sure to go check your emails, right? Um, mm-hmm. The address that it was sent to from was uh, no reply at xmail.squareenix.com. Um, I think it's listed on the uh, the info for the on the mm-hmm. lodestone as well for all that. Mm-hmm. Check your spam filters. Check all that stuff. That's it. No more emails are going out. Um, yep. Pre-sales will start March 6th and it will run through March 13th. After that on March 15th will be the general sale. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody that didn't buy tickets, those tickets are going to be available for everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, good good luck. I <laughs> yeah. feel like there's not going to be any, but you know, <laughs> well, there it, are a lot of people. Hold on. Yeah. There are a lot of people who uh, got the email and are like, none of my friends are going. I'm not going. So there mm-hmm. is a chance. Yeah. 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 I, I think there will be a little, a little 
little bit more available than we would have originally thought. But yet. don't get because, your hopes up. Right. Yeah. But still don't get your hopes up. Like the idea that they sent enough emails to like, if everybody bought it, that's it. It's, it's, it's yeah. sold out. But there, yeah, there's a lot of people. It's like, cool. I'm like the only person out of like my three discords that got in. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, absolutely. If, if you're one of those people that like to go to events and make friends, this is the event for you. Cause probably yeah. the, the other, all the other friends you already know probably didn't get in. Um, mm. <laughs> and a lot of the, uh, just to, to put a little spin on it, a lot of the events that they have at the event, huh, double event, um, activities, a lot of the activities they have at the event require you to interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, there was, uh, the first year you had to sit down and do like a little friend survey with everybody to get a little patch. Uh, and the second year they had triple triad cards, but they handed you a pack of five of the same. So if you wanted all of them, you had to trade with other people. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, so mm-hmm. it's pretty cute. It's pretty it's pretty cute. cute. I'm, ge- I'm getting a like a camp vibe, like yeah. a school yeah. camp vibe. No. Which, yeah, I'm glad you no. said camp and not cult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whichever. I mean, I feel like if you have a ticket to this thing, then you have a a a duty to take as many pictures and videos mm-hmm. as is humanly possible and share them with all the people who missed out. I yep. think Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at we you, have a, yeah. <laughs> We have a perfect robe in the game that you can just wear there in case mm-hmm. things do get culty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah, just true. wear those robes, Which, yeah. Because that sounds fantastically comfortable in Vegas in July. <laughs> I'm just going to go wear well, a heavy black inside, robe. It'll yeah. be AC blasting. You'll yeah. Hopefully. Or I mean, I'm bringing my vin- tape, some oh, like ice packs to the body, <laughs> and if you get a little wet, it's fine. Just just rig, rig rig a battery powered fan under the robe. There you go. Just yeah. cut some. I'm bringing my vinyl. The vinyl robes are coming. So. Hildebrand underneath the cloak, and then you're mm-hmm. fine. Here's a, a serious pro tip, and I know we're going to have our pro tips about Fan Fest mm-hmm. episode one of these mm-hmm. days. But the last time I went to Vegas, it was so dry that it was super staticky. Uh, so a friend of mine started just having a yeah. quarter in his hand, and when he went to touch someone, he would touch them with the quarter, so it would zap them and not him. So that's wow. just it's a jerk thing to do, but it was uh, it was impressive. Wow! So yeah, just... one. That's some thought. <laughs> thought went into that. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, that's it. That's fan fest tickets. Um, and other news, we got a patch on Tuesday, folks. Yeah. It's just like, oh right, we, we're I had the forgot. other the other forgot. part of the patch. That was a thing that was that was going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is going to have the new uh, Deep Dungeon Eureka Orthos. Um, so we got the. It's like they they manifested like an Allegan melon. Yeah, Mandy. <laughs> uh, it's 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 weird looking. It's cool. It's got sunglasses. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Weird. It's like an Allegan node sabotender. It's it weird. Me- very big, like late '80s robot mechanical toy vibes. Mm, sure, mm. it looks like a Mandragora, but with all of its little leafy stuff taken off and reskinned yeah. into Allegan Watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somehow, further Hildebrand adventures. So yeah. we'll we'll get to go see our little blue poop friends again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will, <laughs> that's what they are. Uh, <laughs> we'll get our uh, Splendorous Tools quest. Those will be. Uh, for uh, crafters and gatherers, mm-hmm. um, we are yeah. also going to get our Loperate tribal quest finally. Mm-hmm. With it has a bunny dance emote. Yeah, it gives you ears. Did, it looks like, and you just yeah. It's great. It, it, we don't see it in motion. I want to see that in motion. Yeah, I can't wait. 
It looks uh, to me like the one that the the little roots are mm-hmm. do, where they're kind of like. Hmm? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I can't wait. I think the Lopper quests are going to be amazing. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I had such an out-of-body experience there for a second, thinking about Kroof and Harold, both of whom have different like levels of experience with 14, mm-hmm. just listening to us being like, there's like a new thing, it's like a watermelon, yeah. but elegant. Poop, poops, <laughs> poops, poops are prop, poops, poops are coming. Um, I'm like, where are you <laughs> seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> is it it's a it's a it's an instance right is it it's a it's a four man it looks like a four man oh deep dungeons oh yeah. this is actually a question later if you asking about if you had done them um deep mm-hmm. dungeons are kind of like um roguelites they're they're like um randomly generated floor exploration dungeons that we get periodically that way mm-hmm. they're kind of like that they're, yeah um and as you go through it, you like have it. It has its own separate leveling system and gear system. So as you like grind it, you upgrade those. Mm. Um, so you can go in on any level, any gear, and you don't have to like worry about that as long as you were able to unlock it. And um, you progress through. There's usually like X amount of normal floors, and then there's bonus difficulty floors, and there's special titles and things like that if you do it solo. But there's also mm. a bunch of special rewards that come from it, and special rewards if you even complete it as a group because you can take mm-hmm. up to four people into it. So. Yeah, I have heard of it. I've never had the like the courage to go in because I'm mm. a care bear and rubbish <laughs> with the reflexes of like an inebriated sloth. So maybe possibly not my content, but <laughs> I appreciate that it's there. Mm. It's actually I could have fun. Yeah, it's actually really not that bad. Uh unfortunately and also fortunately it shows you a bunch of the abilities that you'll have in the future if you're leveling but also like you don't really get to use them because everybody's just like face rolling through there so yeah. it's actually especially yeah. with the first the one is if you're using it to level it's very easy content mm-hmm. yeah so it's yeah. like very palace chill. of the dead but like different actual dungeon yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically oh. palace oh. with yeah. it's, a new it's, a re- it. yep. it's a reskin palace yeah it's Good. just a type Lovely. of content called Deep Dungeon. Yep. So Palace of the Dead is one of them. Then dungeon. we have Heaven on High, and then we have a new one coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, that'll take us into our topic today, which is going to be new player experience and content creation. Again, Harold Crew, thank you so much for joining us. Um, so let's let's hear a little bit about the two of you. Um, what do you make? What kind of content do you do? When did you start playing 14? Um, we'll start with Harold. Um, so, uh, when did I start playing? So I, I, I bought the game when it first came out mm-hmm. and it was not good. Not good. Right. Yeah, true. <laughs> yes. <Accurate>. Um, <laughs> beautiful, interesting character creation, weird card system that was just bonkers, but mm. not good. So I came back to it a number of years later. Um, I've actually, uh, I've played, I like playing healers. Mm. Um, I started, I actually started the game like two or three times. I bounced off it because it's got such a a kind of off kilter for a a traditional MMO player. I'm an Mm -hmm. MMO-aholic. And so I've played WoW since vanilla. I've played ESO. Mm-hmm. I've played um, SWOTOR, um, like role playing in SWOTOR. I've uh, Ion, Aeon, sorry, and all. Mm-hmm. So I like MMOs. So I, I kept trying, 
and I got into it um, and my, a friend of mine actually, Cub, he he's he was like mad crazy for it. And he kind of <laughs> held my hand through the experience. And I've I just never experienced a better storyline than I did in Heaven's Ward. Mm. It, it just kind of grabbed me that these characters were so intelligent and the story, it didn't talk down to you, it didn't mm -hmm. treat you like an idiot. They were adult themes, they didn't shy away from trauma, the realities of war, the the the, the real consequences for people and the, and the real consequences for the people fighting the battles as well as the ones kind of consumed by them mm. and the consequences to the land. It's just amazing. And it also, the fact that they're, they're leaning towards democracy rather than autocracy mm. and they're and they're pointing out the perils of like fascistic regimes holding great power unflinchingly and they're yeah so i i, I have so much love and respect for the, like the writers and and also the fact that the game has it's not all action there are mm. actual moments of catharsis where you sit down, where you you touch stone, you touch base with the people that you're with, you feel connected to them. And it, even though you are a silent um, protagonist, I've never felt more like the, 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 the lead role in an MMO than I have in this game. You have your own fucking theme song, for Christ's sake. It's amazing, <laughs> right? Mm. I mean, you may not, I, I will never live up to that theme song, but I love that I have it, mm. you know? And I love the smirks and the, and the interactions and, you know, that weird thing with Xenos at the end, don't understand <laughs> that, but man, yeah, combat sexual gentleman is combat sexual, but yeah, mm. it's, it's just, I love the game. I can't say mm. enough about how much I love the game. In fact, I love the game so much, I tried to make content for it. I've made four videos on the channel it's about funny. the law about four years ago. So, mm. yeah, I love uh, it. Fornex, can you also let everybody know, speaking of your channel, um, what kind of content do you normally do? What game do you focus on the most? online mm -hmm. because i i mean obviously i know uh, for anybody who might just be listening i mean i have a pretty good guess <laughs> yes both both harold and karuf are on another podcast with me and i was really excited to have them over here but um that perspective i think also will kind of frame things so harold what kind of content do you normally do and where do you do it so um i'm for next i i people will know me as the Crichton herald i make guild wars 2 content i make law videos i make new player guides I make fashion wars content. I do a bit of spicy talking every now and then as well. Um, and that, yeah, that's what I do over there. And occasionally I harass people on podcasts. That's this is <laughs> this is what I'm doing this evening. So yeah, glad <laughs> to be a part of it. Love it. Anything Never a dull can... moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> we're just taking four in. We're just like yeah, savoring. We're, like, mm. we're all here like mm. ah yeah, that's good. Excellent. Fantastic. No, we're so happy. I'm genuinely really excited to have you on, both of you, on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because when we do our other podcast for Guild Wars 2, the Lightbringers, we can't, I mean, obviously, we're talking Guild Wars 2. So we can't dive as deep into the experiences mm -hmm. you've both had in 14. But I knew you both had played and were playing. Uh, and it's going to be really exciting to talk with you. So I can't wait. And well, Kruf, do you, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I do actually bring up 14 a lot in comparison <laughs> on the podcast like a lot i think i annoy you do every once in a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now we can talk about it unabashedly mm -hmm. also really thank you so much for inviting me I, I i am super stoked to be here and i really appreciate it. i was so Aww. nervous that i actually like did a lot of like checking my law before i got here so Aww. i did like homework for this so oh, yeah, i did too <laughs> you know oh, I do God. That? 
watched you too. Uh, that's adorable. Cute. I watched a couple of both of your videos. Like I said, uh, yep, I'm excited to talk about it. Griff, would you like to tell us the same? Who you are and when you yes. started playing? Your thoughts initially here of fourteen. So I'm Kroof. Like Foynax, I'm also uh, an MMO connoisseur. <laughs> All the MMOs that she mentioned, I've also played, and many, many more. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many to keep track of, and uh, I really enjoy this genre. I predominantly play Guild Wars 2. However, I met two really good friends in Guild Wars 2, and they were huge fans of 14. And around 2017 is when I first tried to get into it. Mm -hmm. And I've since racked up about four or five accounts, uh, four or five <laughs> attempts to try to really sink into this game. And I was really happy that last year uh, on my most recent attempt, it kind of stuck. And I didn't really force myself to play through it. I just uh, picked it up whenever I wanted to, whenever lightning struck. And I was like, yeah, I want to try another MMO, something a bit more classic to what I know an MMO is. And I eventually got through the, the core story and I'm on my way through Heaven's Ward and post Heaven's Ward. I did finish the like, like expansion storyline. Mm -hmm. There's like the post expansion storyline. Um, and I've made a, a few videos on 14, mostly about uh, the jobs mm -hmm. and the gameplay mechanics as when it comes to MMOs, I'm very much um, focused in on how the gameplay feels and how the classes are crafted and how they differentiate between each other. Um, but I also do hold a lot of um, praise for the story of Final Fantasy XIV, particularly Heaven's Ward, as that's like mm -hmm. the only other one that I've experienced so far. And, you know, A Realm Reborn actually, I think, had its moments, but in comparison, it's it's up and up and up so far. Mm -hmm. Get ready for a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I love roller coasters. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no problems there. Yeah. Um, so how did, you know, you said that other people, you know, you knew friends that they got you into 14. Um, did you have any experience with Final Fantasy in general before jumping into 14? Actually, no. 14 was my very first Final Fantasy game. I, of course, have heard about Final Fantasy. I legitimately did not know how the storylines were structured. I was like, oh, there are 16 15 14 <laughs> games of the same yeah. storyline i was like and everyone would talk about all these things and i would be so confused and then people eventually broke it down to me and it was like no you can just play 14 you don't really need to know many i mean of course you'll have maybe references to certain elements but you can just you know work your way through that story mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay so i was like let me just hop into 14 because it's a, an mmo and you know my friends are can playing, you so. imagine if all the storylines were just linear the whole way through That'd be so much content. That'd be so that's dumb. I thought. I was <laughs> very overwhelmed. And that's just yeah. the numbered titles. You know how many non-numbered <laughs> titles there are? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. like Ease or uh, the Trails games. Like there's like five of them that are just directly in a row. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Oh my yeah. God. Like Tales of the World, Radiant Mythology, Tales of Vesperia, mm. all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's the not, it's connect. funny. 
because it's not as though I haven't heard that from other people, Karoof. I've had so many people yeah. say, I've never played a Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Are they all linear? So, like, I have to pay, play 13 of them before I can play this one, the 14th. And every time I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's kind of like Doctor Who, where each season, <laughs> you know, you get, like, a different thing. But, like, there might be throwbacks or callbacks, but you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. They're all different stories. I mean, Doctor Who, I think, is even more... More, has more yeah. ties than Final yeah. Fantasy does, where each game, unless it is like, like a numbered sequel, is we're like Black different. Mirror. We're like an anthology <laughs> series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even then, Square will throw in references to like <laughs> yeah. the random like shooter Einhander for the PlayStation One yeah, that they published like years ago. It's like, oh, I, all right, it's the Square Enix cinematic universe, technically. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How about you, Harold? Did you have any experience with Final Fantasy before fourteen? I mean, so I was aware of them. Um, my husband got me a game where I played as a blonde-haired boy on a beach. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. If ten. that ten. brings any ten? for anybody. Ten? ten. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I also played through, like, a crystal environment um, with a that motorcycle. That's and, 13, probably. Oh, okay. Mm. And 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 mm. people were being crystallized mm-hmm. and yep. yeah there, there was yes it's it's very confusing a man with a it, beanie yeah yeah there are uh, and there was approximately a girl in a... sixteen better Final Fantasy <laughs> than that. yeah it, it was it was all very odd I liked the movie mm-hmm. I liked the the spirits within movie yeah the movie? Final, that, that was yeah was there was there's movie. actually yeah. there's actually been like three movies well yeah. <laughs> Okay. But I mean, a couple of them are about seven. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's there <laughs> who knew this would go. Is it five? Yeah. So there's spirits within yeah, there's a five. that did mm-hmm. so well that uh Square Pictures ceased to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they okay. did Final okay. Fantasy Seven Advent Children. I and, have to and, give a shout out to Spirits Within, though, because yeah, Spirits Within actually was fundamental in developing yes. current CGI technology. Yeah. Yes. So even though the movie was a big flop for a lot of reasons, the things that they did in that set the precedent for much of modern CGI. Yeah, that was a huge was very interesting. I uh, work with some flop. of those people today. Yeah. And then there's uh, the yeah. Final Fantasy 15 tie-in Kingslave. Uh, yeah. There's also a Final Fantasy 15 anime. Yeah. What? What's the, oh, yeah. what's, the, what's the five one called? Five one. There's, there's a five like an, anime movie. There's an anime that's like is there? loosely yes. yeah. I can't remember. Oh. It's like Memory of the Crystal. It's something weird like yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I vaguely remember that. I've never seen know. it. There's also, I mean, there's also Final Fantasy Unlimited, which is a, yeah. a whole Legend series, of season of anime. Legend of the Crystal. That's um, what it was. I was it like, just seems they like to stick that? the name on stuff to try mm-hmm. and absolutely and just see what's like works. Yeah. I yeah. love this game. <laughs> I don't understand the company. The company is um, <laughs> next <laughs> level, just Yoshi P, wonderful. The guy who tried to sing that song at the expo, <laughs> that was just perfect. Perfect mm-hmm. internet so stuff. So okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had to explain this it is... to a friend. They just didn't understand what I was <laughs> they just I'm laughing and she's like, is he unwell? I'm like, no, he's fine. <laughs> Leave him alone. The lad purpose. is enjoying himself. It's, it's yeah. He's, he's living his best life. He's just like chess. We're on the level. He just likes having fun and making people laugh, you know? But yeah, Final Fantasy is just uh, unknowable. It's it's yeah. it's a giant monolith to think about. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to really know much about it 
Yeah, if you I play mean, there, there are certainly like pockets of things like mm-hmm. like 15 try to do like the multimedia experience and there's like a million sure. different 15 things there's a couple of seven and assassin's things. creed why not yeah assassin's creed well that was that was because like some industry people overlapped yeah. and worked on some stuff so over drinks sure. or something why you know not? yeah um but yeah i mean catch drinking went back story <laughs> yeah. more or less is like self-contained so you don't need yeah. a background but um you'll have a lot of like in in our latest expansion for example there's a lot of final fantasy 4 references you don't mm-hmm. need that info to go through the expansion but it definitely gives you kind of some like oh like moments yeah. where, like, that's from the thing yeah yeah i love that though because i think both Karuf and harold i mean it just goes to show you can just like mmos yeah. and come into final fantasy you know it's not one of those things where it there is this barrier to understanding it or grasping it. And I think that was so smart for them to mm-hmm. do that because they went, of course, we have a lot of fans from our series that are going to come in and they're going to want to see some other things they know from it. But as any other player who just likes MMOs comes in, you have to also go, we need to design a game that can still to them feel like a journey that they understand, that's tangible, that has memorable characters, that isn't so heavy on those references that unless you have played all those games, you just can't comprehend what's happening. Like, that's something where I think it was a really good idea for them starting out to go Mm -hmm. ahead and make it so accessible so that it could be the entry point for a lot of people into Final Fantasy as a franchise, but also just to enjoy MMOs that are set in that universe. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting back into the game, what did you decide on for your character? We have a lot of different races in the mm-hmm. game. Um, and, <laughs> and have you fantasied yet? Did like, did, did you like pick, 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 uh, a, a Makote and they're like, yeah, I mean, Makote cool, but like yeah. Malafel's mm-hmm. also great. Kruv, you oh. said you started like five times. Did you start five different characters? Or mm-hmm. different? No, I, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what judgment will be placed on me. For it's fine. This. Only the best but of judgments. I yeah. started, I think, like, every single account was a Lalafell. That's fine. That's fine. And That's fine. Oh, it wasn't fine for me. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't fine for me. So after some time on this account, I don't know why I went to Wisconsin all of a sudden, I decided to make, um, is it an all-raw? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're mm-hmm. called? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I just... Uh, it might have been that I played so many times on that smaller frame character mm-hmm. that I really wanted an exaggerated just to see the different animations and how it feels. So I decided mm-hmm. to go with an all raw. But now I'm like, I want to make a bunny boy, but mm-hmm. I have to get to that expansion and like <laughs> sub. So that'll be soon. But mm-hmm. perfect. Um, I made first. Mm-hmm. I mean, so oh. my very, very first character was super vanilla in because in, I, I lost my account. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first account um it was a human so i, I was it was super basic yeah. basic bitch but um as fusion seeds yeah i mean <laughs> everybody's got their own tastes okay yeah. i mean my world of warcraft my first character was a human warrior i mean i am like i mean basic, okay well, basic. now i'm gone uh, no horde i'm out <laughs> no, but I also made a Torrin, like a gigantic big boy. He was amazing. I still have him. Anyway. Um and yes, I made an aura and I and I played it all the way through until the bunny girls came out and I, I'm like, I want to be seven feet tall and I want to be a bunny 
I just mm-hmm. I, and, and it just it just reached into my soul because I'm like five two in real life. I am done being short. <laughs> I'm going to be this big bunny girl, and I'm going to step on people. And that was that's that's been my life. I mean, goal I mean, the sense. game is Final <laughs> Fantasy. Live your yeah. fantasy. Yeah. If you want to be MMO. a bunny girl, be a bunny girl. If you want to look like you're Hume from Final Fantasy XI, who was modeled after Tom Cruise during my last samurai phase, uh-huh. do it. Well, just do that. Yeah. Live Whoa. your truth. Like we all know that I love me a seven foot tall bunny woman that can yeah. crush me. So I'm just saying, I mean, you know, what? this is the great first time great choice. I've not yes. I'll send you some new. screenshots. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Please, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Great. <laughs> oh goodness. Sorry, what was the question? The yeah, <laughs> that was the question. Fun. Oh, yeah. I didn't get from both of you though your class. What oh, class? Yes. Do you want to go first, Warnax? <laughs> White man, because I'm an idiot. White man, because I am an idiot. Wait, me yes. too. <laughs> yep. It's not. That's not. That does not make you an idiot. Why? No, why does it, it make does. you an idiot? Yes, why? it does. Why? No. No. Because the no. gameplay experience in the first 15 levels. Oh sure. Was mm. real. It wasn't. I cried. It wasn't great. <laughs> it was definitely slow. I think playing a mm. caster in 14 now. I've now that I've spent more time with it and leveled mm. up other jobs. Starting off as a caster, particularly a healer, is definitely slow. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, back in the day, I don't know if leveling was has been adjusted, but it felt like it took a long time. Uh, but mm-hmm. once I hit the dungeons, then I was like, ah, I found my home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel exactly the same. I mean, it wasn't as if I killed enemies, as if I just stood there and waited for them to just lose <laughs> the will to live. And that uh, seemed to work for me for most of it. I mean, uh, I wasn't in any hurry to get to anywhere. So what's that? What's that? Wow, quote. Uh, Break yourself upon my body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh and my another God. sad element of playing a healer, even in the open world, when you get into those fates, you're amongst other people. But if you're trying to heal, like an area of effect situation, you have to be in a party to heal them. But you mm-hmm. can single target heal. But coming from Guild Wars 2, it is uh, very jarring not being able to just AoE heal people because that's the predominant method of healing in, in Guild Wars 2 right now. Yeah, you don't have to be like in a party for that heal to reach them or anything. Like you literally mm-hmm. just move next to them and it's like heals, heals, heals. <laughs> and it for just everybody. works for yeah. everybody in that area. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I agree. It's funny. I also started out as a white mage. So mm. I guess if we're idiots, we're idiots together. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I still play white mage even now. Um. It's funny, though, because with both of you coming from Guild Wars 2 and and Mm -hmm. playing Guild Wars 2 so strongly, it is, I think, one of the most antithesis to Guild Wars 2 playstyles that's, like, in the game, right? There are a few classes that are oftentimes referred to as being the, like, the most basic of classes in Mm -hmm. that they oftentimes have the least complex or intricate rotations. They're very straightforward, which makes them great learning classes, especially for players who are, like, entirely new to MMOs. And White Mage falls in that category all the time. It is mm-hmm. not like you have a whole bunch of stuff that you're doing. It never gets to the point where you're interweaving all kinds of stuff and doing all sorts of things and flipping the card and doing all the things, right? Mm-hmm. It, it just never ends up being that specifically. But it is very much like a strong anchor class that has strong potency mm-hmm. um, and has a role to play and gets a little bit more interest as it goes on. Um, but versus other classes like Ninja or um, a lot of our melee DPS for a long yeah. time, I think we're much more active. Astrologian is well with the healer sage now too i loved astro and stormblood personally i think that was the yeah. most fun i ever had with it but it's simplified now in a lot of ways um but there have been various classes that i think bring more of yeah. that kind of 
quick dynamic gameplay into 14 but it's yeah. not white mage <laughs> yeah they've rounded a few edges over time and now we've got some butter knives is basically okay. how i would say um guess just what, a couple uh, of guess what class i started on uh-huh hold on hold on i know this one i know this one yeah was it not like, warrior mm, yeah i was gonna say no that was me but conjurer <laughs> yeah Aww. so basically Back so in my day, we didn't have yeah. jobs. Well, when I started on Conjurer, Conjurer and Thaumaturge both DPSed and healed. Yeah. yeah. You weren't picking a healer. You were picking the caster that could yeah. do both. I guess if we go to original, original, I was a Lancer. Yeah. 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 1.0 launch. Back yeah, in my you know. day, you could wait to attack and it would supposedly make your strength and accuracy better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but as soon as get out of like, here, hey, Grandpa! <laughs> this is the healer. I was like, "Oh, Archer's looking real good." <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I I still love White Mage. Although mm -hmm. I wonder yeah. how much of that for me was one that I don't mind the caster play style, and two that I had a lot of fondness for it from other Final Fantasies mm -hmm. because White Mage is a very classic healer, like oh, iconic yes. healer sure. from um from four or not fourteen, but from Final Fantasy as a whole franchise. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, uh, Kruf, you ended up not liking it, but Harold, are you still enjoying oh. playing White Mage? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did I speak for you? I got the I impression. Like I like you said you were, we were idiots. Uh, well, I guess, no, I guess technically Harold said we were idiots. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, you like it, though. Okay. But mm -hmm. I will say, um, I mm -hmm. still, I, it was a really fun class to return to coming from Guild Wars 2 because I was like, oh, it's like I was playing WoW again for the very first time, like mm. being a priest. Um, yeah. But I will say, as soon as I got to Heaven's Ward, I immediately swapped to Astrologian. And <laughs> I don't have any other reference uh, for what ast Astrologian was in the past. Mm -hmm. I've heard it was much more complex. Um, mm -hmm. But just comparing it to White Mage, it is a definite step up in terms of my own personal uh, interest mm -hmm. in gameplay mechanics. So I will say the healers, uh, particularly Astrologian, uh, is really cool design. And I really enjoy that. So, you, know, you know how you have those six cards and three of them do one yeah, thing and three of them they do the other? All do something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, it was so cool. Juggling. And you could you could burn them and they would give you a different effect. So like you could turn mm -hmm. one into an AoE card and then the next card would be an AoE card. It was really cool. And also mm -hmm. very fast paced, but in a way that was completely manageable. And I yeah. where they changed that. Back either. in my day, Rounding the heavens the were jobs were called advanced jobs. <laughs> yeah, they were. Get out of here, Grandpa! <laughs> you know, I I saw Kruf your video about Summoner and Scholar because that's um, oh. that's um, that's that's. <laughs> you play that's, Summoner? That's never come up. It's my my favorite, most hated job is Summoner. Yeah. You don't um, like the eggies? Uh, the yeah, eggies? I had a long long history of Summoner, and you know, it was interesting seeing your take on new summoner as a new player as well. You know, it, it made me remember that yes, summoner scholar being together is great for new people. Summoner is kind of fun new. I, I saw that you were enjoying scholar as well, the kind of shield healer idea. Yeah. I mean, I just was like, oh, that's an interesting take on it. Cause I'm kind of uh, deep in the kind of meta world. And I, mm. I don't like how it's changed over time. So um, yeah, it was fresh know? eyes. What do you call eating eating the crayons? Is that what you call? Oh yeah, that's now? what I yeah yeah exactly. It's like some people call it Legos, in which you just go through one color, then the next, and the next. Yeah. But I say it's like eating the crayons, yeah. Cause you got the red one, the green one, <laughs> oh, orange one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what? No, you what just are, you just press the buttons and the crayons, yeah. 
Because you just <laughs> do you not eat in crayons. <laughs> yeah, I that's, was like, it's an this, initiation right? Yeah. Is this a similar idiom to like being jaded, or I was. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, like, it kind of sounds like it. Yeah, drinking um, the Kool-Aid, maybe. Yeah. But I, I did do a little research on Summoner, mm -hmm. just quickly talking about it from like how it was before. Mm -hmm. And I, from what it was before, I think I would have preferred it mm. as uh, the previous iterations. Um, but I think there is a, a good convenience to sure. the class. But the fact that when you're not, you know, powering up your your eggies it mm -hmm. kind of, your carbuncle kind of just sits there yeah there are certain elements to that where i'm like well this is pointless this is useless it's a button <laughs> yeah. that you literally don't need but it's still here i um, think so i yeah. think you called carby like anxious uh looking anxiously locked it locked in his mind yeah just like sitting there shaking i have yeah. no mouth but yet i must scream just just vibrating there yeah i yeah. exactly I forgot that Carbuncle doesn't attack anymore, and I was yep. leveling up Arcanist the other day. <laughs> Why do I keep leveling new characters? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm i sitting there like, oh, God, I'm going to die. That's okay. Right. Carbuncle will take care of it before I die. A couple of hits from him will totally, I'm dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Carbuncle doesn't do shit anymore. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And it's funny hearing from a new player perspective, mm -hmm. right? Like you were saying, Aldino, I mean, one, just how you receive those classes in general and getting more bang for your buck with the DPS and the mm -hmm. heal branches that come off of it. But for those of us who have played, we know like, oh yeah, they took away, yeah. you know, the they took away the Carbuncle's ability to do that because of X, Y, or Z, or it, was, it used to be able to theoretically issue more commands and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff and like micromanage them more. But for a new player coming in, all you're seeing is like, why is what it just sits there and quivers? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> like, what is? Why did I even bother to summon this? It's useless in battle. What? <laughs> and I did have a similar experience to Zanija because I did try uh, Arcanist back when the Carbuncle would attack, and then mm -hmm. when I started up again, I was like, "Am, am I missing? Do I have to <laughs> go to a? Do I have to do a class quest to make this thing move?" <laughs> yeah. How do I teach it to but do really things? I was looking mm -hmm. at my bars. I was like, where's the button that makes it attack? What's happening? I must have <laughs> accidentally told it to heal or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Harold, have you had much of a chance to experiment with other classes? Or have you stuck with White Mage all the way mm -hmm. through? And, like, that's what you're comfy on. And you've just sort of been hanging on that. So I have leveled a few, not to max level. So I liked um, the archer, the, the, mm -hmm. the, the bard, as it mm -hmm. were. Um, um, I really, I, I like the... I like the story. I'm story is my thing, and I love mm -hmm. the fact that all these different classes have an, a totally unique story. It, it it reveals something about the world. It reveals something about yourself playing it. Um, my uh, my daughter recommends that I need to play the Dark Knight, mm -hmm. although she says it will enrage me, yes. and I'm yeah. like, okay. Yep. But uh, but I I am um, again, Herbert. So mm -hmm. I. I want to play all of them, but I don't want to tank. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't. Do I the don't want to tank. Just go uh, to trust just, dungeons. Yeah. yeah, trust dungeons. There's deep dungeon. Like mm -hmm. everybody just running around hitting stuff anyway. There's not really mm -hmm. that kind of tank pressure. Just so yeah. hit me up. I, yeah, you know, that too. I never judge anybody. We just go. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> hit us know, all it's up. Like, it's like a torrent of any. So I, I have tanked a few times with mm -hmm. my buddies in chat, and it's just me swearing for about fifteen <laughs> minutes going through the instance. It's just like that's the level that we're at. No, um, but your your daughter's right though. If you're into the story, Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. 
I will say, people told me for ages, the Dark Knight story, it's so good. You have to play the Dark Knight story. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I trust that it is because Ishikawa, who was responsible Mm -hmm. for our recent kind of story stuff, more like Stormblood, she started to transition into Mm -hmm. taking a greater role in the actual writing. And now she is our lead overall writer. And I think a lot of our most powerful emotional stories have come from her and her beautiful writing. Um, but she was responsible for that class quest. And when I played through it, I was like, oh my God, how have I not played this before? (laughs) Because it's literally like the actual epilogue to heaven sword. Like it's like, it's, it's actually gorgeous. It's so good. It's really incredible. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. I I will say that. So I, I played world of Warcraft and vanilla. I was actually, I raided in World of Warcraft and I raided seriously. I did like heroics yeah. and I was like the class leader for the healing. And I <laughs> like healing because mm-hmm. I don't like rotations because I have the memory of a goldfish. I have ADHD. <laughs> so mm-hmm. blue car goes past. I don't know where I am. I don't know what the boss is called and I don't know what my buttons are. What am I doing here? Can I smell toast? So it's that level of forgetfulness, right? So and then Archer's, I, Archer's I liked, a good choice too. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. If I can't roll my face across the keyboard and get something done, we're not having it. We're not having it. So I need low intensity builds, and I yeah. also like healing because if I know what the buttons do, and I can see that you need healing, I can press a button and you're healed, and that's my level of gameplay. Okay, <laughs> I like to play the what is it the the synthesizer thing? <laughs> that's 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 what I like. Um, so I don't like healing in Guild Wars Two. Mm. because Very interesting. i don't like to just spam i like i'm just i feel like i'm just spam 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 i don't like mm-hmm. it and i've got a druid i heal in the game and i heal i've healed in, in strikes i like to be able this person is damaged i have a spell they are mm-hmm. not damaged now that's what i like that's my level <laughs> um so yeah and i'm my my daughter has persuaded me to play the easiest i'm, I'm like you can't see me but i'm doing it in, like the in, mm-hmm. inverted commas easiest class which is the red mage do that and then uh, you can do dungeons without having to heal oh that interesting the, yeah i see i see i yeah. see yeah because red mage has a bit of that support utility you do damage mm-hmm. obviously but you can also self-heal and you can res yeah. party members yeah. so was- you are a res bitch who <laughs> yeah. heals and, that, and i'm like i can do that it, that, that sounds like me, yes. Yeah, I, I could see it in, in kind of that, that dungeon play. And I think traditionally people would point to Summoner as the easiest caster, but that's only in like content that you really have to dodge, right? Like, because Summoner can move. But Red Mage otherwise, yeah, you're just kind of vibing. No, you're I, right. I, I, I need safety Dorito at all times. <laughs> I need safety Dorito. Okay, no joke. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think this i love this i love this because Mm -hmm. the thing is is that just like in guild wars 2 you talked about low intensity builds Mm -hmm. so for people who don't know because this is something that this is not lingo that we use in Mm -hmm. um what's a low intensity build a low intensity build in guild wars 2 is uh in guild wars 2 you build your class like your class Mm -hmm. basically you have a bunch of skills you have different weapons you can pick and then the gear that you pick has different substats that might support that play style be it healing uh condi damage which is like dots Mm -hmm. damage over time um or power damage which is like straight damage or whatever else you're trying to do you'll use different stat assemblies to kind of support that and you'll pick different skills to create that effect so low intensity builds in guild wars 2 are a reference to streamlined a simple low button press per second mm-hmm. kind of build. And there's a lot of reasons you might do this, whether it's ADHD, whether it's, you know, an actual like 
physical impairment, mm-hmm. whether it's just that you just want something that's straightforward that you can just play because your brain works better that way, right. uh, whatever it is, right? There's no judgment on that. But um, low intensity builds or low impact builds um, oftentimes make it a bit easier to facilitate mm-hmm. that. So um, it is interesting because, yeah, in the case of 14, we definitely have classes that are the equivalent. Like I was talking about white mage, which is mm-hmm. oftentimes considered to be what I would say is one of our low intensity classes. Mm-hmm. Um but Red Mage as well, having that back and forth with a little more interweaving and mm-hmm. stuff like that, Paladin, et cetera. Yeah, Paladin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of... We don't have... Because we don't have builds in general, right? Like, that's that's one of the biggest differences from this and any other MMO that I've ever played, too, is they kind of take the cap off of that, but then they have to give you those low-intensity builds some other way, so we just have jobs that kind of fall into that for good and for ill as one of those players who plays a very easy job that I wasn't before. So yeah, it's good. You need them. We, we but you get used fantastic raids. You get the best, most yeah. balanced, <laughs> fantastic raids. Uh. Yes. It's true. This group was hyperventilated in the corner. <laughs> well, Guild Wars 2 hasn't had a raid for <laughs> Oh, for like five years. Oh no! Oh, wow. Yeah. They just yeah, had we'll a top def- releasing we them. We do and trials they- now, like only okay. trials. Okay. Trial. Yeah. Right. So trials. They're called strike missions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but to briefly talk about the combat system of fourteen, mm-hmm. I'm usually a combat focused player, mm-hmm. and I'm genuinely surprised that I have become so attached to this combat system because sure. I need customization. I mm-hmm. want to feel like I can mm-hmm. control how my character is going to play, which is one reason why I've played Guild Wars 2 for so long. Right. But coming into 14, you have none of that. Nope. However, the jobs are so different and vary so wildly that every time, and it also helps that you can play the same character. Mm-hmm. Every job yeah. you go on, you have a new mini game to interact with. And those mini games and those those resource systems are oftentimes very well elaborated upon and fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Some are easier than others, but in a weird way, having that that tight control over the class system allows them to just be like, okay, this one's going to be the more difficult class, so we'll make it as complex as possible, given that it feels good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we'll make some lower intensity classes that are a little bit more accessible, but are still impactful. Uh, or if you just want to like, pop in and play a dungeon and not mm-hmm. really have to think about rotations. Uh, it's a nice option. So for what it is, I think there is a lot of beauty within Final Fantasy XIV's combat system. Mm-hmm. How about if we tell you, and maybe you even noticed this in the past when you've played before. Ooh. <laughs> it used to be more complex. Yeah. Literally mm-hmm. all of the jobs I were have. more yeah, complex all of them. and more different. And so... Yeah. You'll often, oftentimes hear us saying, "Ugh, all the jobs are becoming so same." Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. <laughs> I love very having the, see... the other, like the newer yeah, take. Like it it's is. like, it's, oh, it's interesting. To there have are different. Like, yeah. Oh, they're so different. It's I can't imagine. Are they? What? Like being at the the peak of mm-hmm. the de- intricacy design, and then any step down, if you're an existing player, you're probably or I do this with Guild Wars 2 as well mm-hmm. like everyone mm-hmm. in Guild Wars 2 is kind of facing this similar situation where it's like everything's being homogenized and simplified mm-hmm. um, but there's still a lot of complexity so you kind of can just avoid it but with Final Fantasy 14 uh, not having any reference I'm mm-hmm. like oh my god everything's so different but <laughs> right. researching and, and watching videos I have noticed now how 
it used to be. And right. there is a slight part of me that's like, oh, I would like to experience that. Mm -hmm. I honestly do, like you were saying, I love hearing this because this is partially yeah. why having a cast like this or having moments like this or just chatting or checking mm -hmm. in with like new players, I think is so valuable because we're all guilty of being 10 years deep into an MMO jaded. or something. And yeah, then we're just jaded. like... I mean, we're old grandpa fusion, you know? Mm -hmm. Everything's the same. Nothing's unique. Back in my day, we had to earn guild tokens to unlock traits. <laughs> I hate yeah. everything about combat. The two-minute meta is horrible. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> having fresh eyes and having a fresh experience, I mean, even mm -hmm. in, you know, the the parts that you have, like, you know, you played a little bit when before Carbuncle wasn't even mm -hmm. active anymore. So, like, you've had a little sampling of stuff like that. But even so, I love hearing that impression because i mm -hmm. do think that's what they are going for I, and i think that's what we as players also want in the game and want to see in the game that hey yeah it doesn't matter if you don't have builds because the classes are all so diverse and interesting and so tightly um tuned and mm -hmm. finessed that you still feel like because you can play them all in one character that you get a lot of variety and options so to hear mm -hmm. you say that that has been effective for you makes me happy i'm yeah. glad to hear it I will say the mo so how many buttons though? How many buttons <laughs> do you need? I mean, yeah. so and even even as a white mage, even as a bog standard basic bitch white mage, you have seventeen thousand buttons that you can press at any one time. <laughs> and you're like, Oh my god, which one now? Which one would be the best one for now? And mm. oh, should I do the wing thing, or should I do the bubbly thing, or should I? It, there's a lot of buttons in in, in Guild Wars Two. You get four on one side, right. or five on one side, and four on the other with a, like an elite skill, and you've got a healing, and and that's it. You kind of you you're very it's very limited. Mm. But I don't know. I like um, motorsports, so it, it, Guild Wars Two kind of strikes me as F one. Whereby sure. you can have your build, so you can you can tweak the engine, and you have your 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 player your player skill. Mm -hmm. And Final Fantasy is kind of like Formula Two, where all the cars are the same, and it's all about the player. Sure, it's all about the driver, as it were. And I I find that I like the juxtaposition, but oh my god, so many buttons! Oh my <laughs> god, there there are a lot of buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like looking at my MMO mouse. I'm like, yeah, that, but times three, basically, yeah. That, exactly. That, that's me. I was doing the same thing. I'm like, how many? Twelve buttons times three. Twelve yeah. times three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about thirty six. Yeah. Can I yeah, get yeah. like tw thirteen through twenty four on my pinky? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you can map it on yeah. your mouse. Yeah. yeah. You, can. you know what really sucks about MMO mouses and having so many buttons? Mm. Having small hands. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mm. I actually might kind of. I have giant yeah. spider hands, so it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't Listen, we've talked about them. this. You have elegant lady fingies. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. I got. <laughs> and so, Pat, do we all have buttons. twelve button MMO maps? I, I think got a majority. I do. Uh -uh. Yeah, I've got a G six hundred. So yeah, basically hey, G six hundred club. Woo. I I have know. to use. Oh, you think you're better than me? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to use an ergonomic mouse because of my arm pain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mine only has two buttons. It's it's really oh. funny um, when. 2.0 came out um mm -hmm. they had their kind of like launch event at pax what was what was pax west mm -hmm. or no pax prime uh, this was the pax prime days before it was pax west 
Um, they were sponsored by Logitech, so all of their PC setups had a G600. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about it for a little while. I'm like, oh, it's not a buttons. I don't know. And I played with it. I'm like, ooh, I ordered one, so it'd be waiting for me when I got home. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I can't play the game without it. Yeah, like, I can't I come don't, back. I don't know how people play this game without an MMO mouse or on I a controller. Or a controller. Yeah, yeah controller is yeah. really good, so, too. So let me tell you. The way you do it is you have a, bu- <laughs> a mouse with at least two buttons on the side, maybe three. Yeah. Um, and they they correspond to control alt and shift and then you just yes. use one through yeah. one through yeah equals i move with the mouse yes yeah i used to have to do that before i had an mmo mouse i just keep mm-hmm. mind everything to shift control alt and then sometimes like shift letter and it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. honestly partially because i can't reach all of the buttons on an mmo <laughs> mouse i just can't that's yeah. cute, though. That's cute because you get little tiny hands. <laughs> Baby hands. I actually had not thought about using the couple buttons to, like, function mm-hmm. in place of my shift and uh, mm-hmm. control. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, that actually would be really good. That would yeah. save my poor left hand a lot I, of stress. I am died in the wall. I don't, I don't have hand issues, and I don't know if it's because I'm not doing, like, this constantly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Like, I'm died in the wall. <laughs> elitist jerks during burning crusade wow meta crazy person and when i first started using mmo mice was uh wildstar because you had to move and attack at all times and i can't i cannot go back but like i have it literally set up 12 12 abilities a break for my mini map 12 abilities and half is shift and half is you know do we have the same ui set up i started starting to think we have the same ui set up probably But in 14, you do have to think about that in contrast to Guild Wars, because, yeah, there are fewer abilities. Now they change and you have weapon, you know, uh, two weapon uh, groups and then underwater. But like, it's it's a lot less to digest at any one time. And it's I'm all about so, the interaction. Yeah, I'm so spoiled that most of my my the, the buttons on my mouse of my 12 buttons mm-hmm. are dedicated to summoning my mounts. <laughs> no. Oh, nice. Yes. No. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, it's fine. Is this the problem? Have I just identified the problem in my gameplay? <laughs> no, well, you play uh, however makes you yeah. happy. Even yeah. if you want to click. Even if you want to click. It's okay. You might want to think against it, but even if you want to click, like, it's, it's okay. It's okay Covered as long as you don't tell anyone. <laughs> yes, exactly. Would you, would you like to hear a true story that my sure. husband did? So I was tanking in World of Warcraft, uh-huh. and we were going through Zulgarab, and I was the, I was the off tank. Uh-huh. And he got so annoyed with me keyboard turning that oh, he no. disabled them on my computer, and I had to learn to mouse turn. And he did it in a f***ing raid. So this is, oh yeah, so God. I... No, no. That's why you don't like tanking. We found I, the source. Never <laughs> mess with somebody's keybinds. I did that to my partner, and I'm not even lying. Yeah. In oh. WoW, oh. at some point, exactly oh. the same. Oh. Fine. Fine. Exactly the same. But it was Final Fantasy <laughs> 11, I believe, where I was like, "You know, that strafe left, that strafe right. Don't do that to yourself." <laughs> yeah, but are you still together? Uh, yes, we are. Yeah, yeah are. I am too. I don't know why. It's <laughs> Y'all can overcome any hardships. Yeah. You know, it's not a it'll be. If you can get past the the significant other changes key binding step, yeah, you're you're set for life. Yeah, you know, you're so, okay. Yeah. Just, if you can, uh, if you're, you can weather note. that, uh-huh. nothing can stop you. Yeah. 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 Very important note: when we get to our musical episode, you're invited. Yeah. Oh yay! <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
one one element that I did want to bring up, which mm. I find to be really awesome, like just as a, a player of, of MMOs, is the controller support for Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Playing Go for so long, uh, a lot of people have wanted controller support, and we've worked our ways around it through like Steam integrations and all that. Mm. But the fact that fourteen has it built in. I find to be really cool. I have yet to experience it, but mm. it is something that I wouldn't mind trying out because it's just like a nice way to to play an MMO in a relaxed setting. You get to kind of like sit back a bit and just so yeah, like just that. go for it. Yeah, and you know, people clear the hardest content on controller. Like you can get sweaty with it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get one of the best things. Mm -hmm. One of the things I love the most is the fact that I have a PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. And I have a PC, so I can go and sit on the sofa <laughs> and play it, but I have a keyboard and mouse on the sofa because yeah. I can't use the thing with the box with the buttons and the things, no. But <laughs> I, I, I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, one All of the, games one of the, should be this. One of the yeah. really cool things, and I, I've only dabbled with this a little bit, but like, if you have something like again, like the G six hundred MMO mouse, yeah. it's got built in like memory settings, so you could like plug that into your PC, program it, and then use it on your PS four or PS five, yeah. and it would work fine with the mouse and keyboard setup. Mm -hmm. It's cool. The flexibility is amazing, yeah. Yeah. and it's definitely something that I think a lot of other MMOs are trying to kind of. Uh, if they didn't already program it in from the start, mm -hmm. like 14 did, they're kind of scrambling to catch up with because they're realizing more and more that players want that and they want to be cross-platform. They don't want to have mm -hmm. to be, you know, oh, if my friends have it on PlayStation and I have it on PC, we're out of luck, just can't play together, yeah. I guess, you know? So having, you know, that reach to be able to reach gamers no matter what kind of uh, hardware they have is something that I really think is important to the future of MMOs. And 14 had the precedent of, you know, 11 that was mm -hmm. kind of behind it. And the fact that they had these ancient archaic bricks, even yeah. for the internet capabilities <laughs> and things with 11 and that kind of precedent. But from the get go, because they were so closely tied to PlayStation and Square Enix and mm -hmm. you know, everything that they've done with the platform, I think they were ahead of the curve on that, which was yeah. a kind of, Actually, funnily enough, there's a lot of things that they're behind the curve on in terms of modern stuff <laughs> right. in MMOs, but that was one of the ones where I think they were so far ahead and they really figured out how to make it work. Yeah, I mean, here's here's a question. How fun was it to set up your account for Final Fantasy XIV for either one of you? Because <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> this is something I hear all the time. You've unlocked you a memory in me. Yeah. <laughs> I suppressed it. It's like me in the Skyscale collection of Guild Wars 2 where everyone's like, do you have any advice how to deal with this terrible system? I'm like, I forgot about it. I did it and I <laughs> forgot about it. I, re I repressed it. Yeah. But yeah, now that you mention it, the account stuff is a bit of a pain. Mm -hmm. It's not very user-friendly. And one reason why I've made so many accounts is because I take a break and I come back and I forget the password. And then I couldn't like, recover it or like I forgot yeah. the email and there were just like, so many steps and you have to have like an authentication key and you have to like go through multiple hyperlinks and you get a tab yeah. it, it it is not user friendly so mm. this it was is my response got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's that's all i have to say yeah yeah it's just uh arcane and it's something that they've never learned i i they they tried to get better but it's still weird like mog station is still the weirdest thing to log into 
I always have to be redire- redirected twice. I still remember twice. when they like they like redid Mog Station. Like you'd log yeah. in, and they like move some of them. Like oh cool, is this gonna? Oh no, yeah. okay. Where is this now? Where did they move this to? Like I finally yeah. got <laughs> used to where things were. <laughs> right. The the website is not really the modern day current simplified mm-hmm. very easy click so there's a lot of um meat to it and a, and a lot of layers mm-hmm. which as a new player if you want to get to a product and, and purchase something or try it out making it as accessible and easy is, mm-hmm. is probably very important yeah uh, you, we should be grateful though because they still use faxes in japan so <laughs> we've got a website True. Yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm just we've got a website, so that's that's <laughs> I mean, it. That's good. This this was a thing back when this was before before fourteen. Um, but the account system with eleven um, mm. actually prompted legislation in the state of Illinois. Yep, <laughs> because some governor's son couldn't figure out how to unsubscribe mm-hmm. to eleven. And, oh <laughs> and true so story, they made it so that like there has to be like a really super easy way to like cancel a subscription. Um, <laughs> it's yep. a thing yep. look it up it's wild <laughs> it's wild i mean that's definitely an area they can improve on and i see in the chat the discussion about you know well steam setup is pretty fast and i yeah, i went through steam that's and true. it was i think much more convenient but mm-hmm. of course there's a whole slew of complaints about the steam final fantasy right. version as well and how that can be really frustrating or mm-hmm. can be difficult to deal with in its own separate yeah. way even though i think steam's interfaces and stuff are way more convenient mm-hmm. uh but yeah Not it even is even can help us it is pretty rough it's pretty rough Mm -hmm. and when you compare that to something like guild wars 2 where i think the initial setup and everything else is so smooth so quick so easy and then let alone being able to interact with their equivalent of the cash shop which is also so easy so smooth Mm -hmm. instantly attributes in-game windows and stuff but it's not like shoved in your face at all times Mm -hmm. um 14 where you're having to like what's that website that you can buy them on and then you go over and you're like I can't find it. I mean, that, my it might be a, a sign too. Like, I mean, when you look at Guild Wars, it's like, okay, well, what mm-hmm. platforms is Guild Wars two on? PC, and I guess Steam <laughs> yeah. kind of it, technically like a platform. But you look at like mm-hmm. you know eleven and fourteen. Okay, it's on all these consoles with all these different ecosystems. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can I got I remember at one point in eleven they went and like they were gonna like change their payment system or something, and I didn't have like whatever they were moving to. But mm-hmm. if you logged in on a PS two. You could still do it the yeah. old way. <laughs> right. Because they couldn't update it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. There's so many different components that their system needs to, like, address that may- mm-hmm. maybe that is a part yeah. of why it's a little more chaotic. But I guess the, the thing that I take umbrage with at the at the cash shop is not the prices, necessarily. It's the fact that some things, why, why aren't things account bound? Like, oh, yeah. Why, why can't why do I have to buy this separately for every character? That that seems that seems a bit mm, unpleasant to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I've told this anecdote before, but I will continually use it. When I started playing the game, I was so excited. I was like, oh, I love all the aesthetic of the game and everything else. So I went to the Mog Station and I was like, I'm gonna buy every hairstyle that's mm-hmm. on the Mog Station. So I did, I bought all of them. I bought every hairstyle on the Mog Station and even the ones that I couldn't use on that character because they were you know, feminine body or whatever at that time. And I bought all the hairstyles. And then I logged in to look at my hairstyles and I couldn't see any of them. And then I went in game and then I went to the esthetician because I was gonna make a new character with one of the hairstyles. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the esthetician and I looked and then I realized, oh my gosh, 
the hairstyles are account bound. They're not like, mm. or sorry, they're character bound, mm -hmm. not account bound. And so you have to buy those hairstyles for every single character you want to use them on. You have to buy them separately and you still can't even preview them in yep. character creation after you've bought them. Yep. You have to go in game to the esthetician to use them. So I had bought all these hairstyles. I had no plans of ever using <laughs> on this character. <laughs> It was so. I I agree with you, Harold. To this day, I wonder mm -hmm. if it if it comes from the fact that they're like you can do everything you want on this one single character. You don't need any other characters, <laughs> and they just don't consider the fact that there are some people who like having multiple characters or RP, for example, and want those things on multiple characters. Yeah, I'm just freaking. I'm glad that when you get uh, multiple retainers on mm -hmm. an account, you get them yes. on all of the characters. That would be mm -hmm. so insane. It <laughs> could be some age-old leftover design where they thought, yeah, you'd only have one character. So why we don't even need to worry about that. We'll take care of that when it comes up. And then they're like, oh, crap, that's way too foundational now. Uh, sorry. I have character slots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> why give us the ability to do it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, if I they really know. want us to be able to have just one character to rule them all, mm -hmm. then when I play through the story again, give me experience so yeah. that I can play through as a bard or I can play through because that's what I like to do. I like to mm -hmm. play story. Oh, Yeah. Mm. It would be cool to be able to restart it and get experience. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at, at, at this point, like you can buy your way through the yeah. jobs levels like just why yeah, not can. have the XP? It's not going to it's not hurting yeah. anybody. It's not disrupting game balance yeah, or yeah. yeah, exactly. None of us have to use just, coupons. Yeah, so let, let, let's just do it again. Yeah. yeah. Fun fun story. I mm -hmm. top because yeah. I, I, I just wanted the levels. I wanted the levels and I wanted to play through the story. But no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. You either level normally or you get it all and then you, yeah. you can't play through the story. And I was like, oh, shirt balls. Yeah. I just, I, so I've got a character sat there that's level 60. That I don't want to play because I don't have any connection to her. I just wanted to yeah. easy face roll through the story on a on a level oh. sixty character so mm -hmm. I could enjoy it and relax and not get stressed about the leveling situation. Yeah. And yeah, that was kind of sad. I didn't you realize it'd be warned. You can buy one or the other. So you can buy just the job level, but not have any of the story be skipped. Or really? you can buy the story. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, oh well, clear. then I fucked up twice. You yeah, no, I mean, it's, <laughs> this makes sense though because how would you feasibly know that? Yeah, as a like, exactly. why would you ever think that as a new player? You go into the shop and you see like a story skip thing, in like every other MMO, it would just skip you, <laughs> and you would get all the levels that ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it'd like, be together. They, yeah, they have it broken up in these really weird ways, and then it's like termed strangely, mm -hmm. and so you're not totally sure. Yeah, like, am I skipping all? the story or am I just hitting 60 or am I just, or is this for yeah. 80, but then there's one for 70. <laughs> right. Does the job yeah. skip do the quests, but do I want that? You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I, you know, yeah. I mean the, the benefit of that too, is that we have new game plus as well. So if you do that and you're like, Oh shit, I wanted to go back and do the story. You could just do it through new game plus. This was you before can. New Game Plus, yeah. so there is a chance for that character yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they need some big labeling for people who are hard of thinking like me. Yeah. That's uh, oh, New no, Game I Plus. Mean... Hard of thinking. Kruf, to answer your question, New Game Plus is essentially the equivalent of going into your journal and clicking on chapters to replay in Guild Wars oh, 2. Oh, mm -hmm. so except free yeah, chapter selection. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think you... Can you pick with New Game Plus where you want to start it? They have it broken yeah. down by patch usually. Yeah. So okay. like you would do like, a, you know, if you wanted to like redo Heaven's Word, you could do, they have 3.0 broken down, I think, into like a couple different segments. And then there's like 3.1, mm -hmm. 3.2, 3.3. Interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, I mean, I guess it is more of a traditional idea of, of linear storytelling within an mm -hmm. MMO because you don't really have save slots. But yeah. or maybe Guild Wars Two is just an outlier. Um, barring the personal story, you can go back and play the story at any given point. If you're halfway through it and you are not wanting to finish it, you can just mm -hmm. cancel it and go to another one. And some players who are new can totally skip expansions and go straight to yeah. the the most current expansion without having to pay for anything extra. That's um, nice. But yeah. it it does give them it does open up the potential of them missing out on very vital story elements mm -hmm. and not really giving them that full experience so in one way i do respect 14 as a game and as a company like kind of committing and saying mm -hmm. you will have to play through this unless you give us you know money um yeah <laughs> and um i do respect that because mm -hmm. it, you know there's a lot of time and effort that goes into storytelling and crafting these stories um no matter how long they are but, um, yeah. Yeah. So. And the other way, you know, you have 14 on one end of the spectrum. I think Guild Wars 2 is kind of in the middle. And then on the other end, you have WoW, which is like, pick a story. It doesn't matter. Go through it. You leveled. Cool. Get into the new expansion. Stuff's yeah. happening. Who's your war chief? Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> go go to Ogremar. Who's in there? I don't know. Yeah, that was eventually what kind of led me to bounce off of WoW, to be yeah. honest, because when I went into it, I was like, I want to go through the whole thing in order. Mm -hmm. And there were certain things that, you know, kind of tied through or certain settings that I was really glad I hadn't missed out on, like Mystic yeah. Pandaria. I really loved all the stuff in the zones. Mm -hmm. And we ran the raids uh, at, you know, our current max level and just like blasted through them. But it was yeah. so cool to see all of the environments and things. But I got to the point where I was just like, I realized it literally does not matter yeah. at all where I am in this story because some of it has been entirely retconned. <laughs> some of it doesn't even exist. And some of it I don't even understand. And nobody's <laughs> in the old zones and no nope. one does the old dungeons and nobody. Does. So in that regard, I think it has been a big boon to 14 Yeah, because although it can be a hurdle that sometimes keeps players that struggle with that kind of linear story or for whatever reason find that much story or that much text or that much stuff really overwhelming um at the same time i think it does continually bring people into the story get them mm -hmm. to engage with the story and we see content run because of many other systems in the game too content from the beginning to the end of the game still run frequently we still see people yes. in many areas we mm -hmm. still see the turnover <laughs> of players coming in and going through all the story there's still cues for that whereas you hit those mm -hmm. different things and people go through them so i think that it has been a huge success because yeah. of that i mean the fact that dungeons are tied to story and mm. like you encounter these like trials as well through the primals mm -hmm. I, it, it's just I would have expected playing through it that it would be a really long queue time and that no one would be playing. That's right. not the case at all. Um, you know, and I, I really, really appreciate that, that there is a thriving PVE scene and mm -hmm. that it is always active. But they also uh, reward us LFG. for doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a it's an excellent way to level, which is actually one of our questions. How do you guys approach leveling? I hit things and then oh, I okay. turn things in and they give me XP. <laughs> no, um, my leveling um, is 
mostly PvE-based dungeons, uh, instances, raids, uh, trials, all that. I really enjoy um, the story. Depending on what it is, I will feel more attached to it. But I'm, I, I don't know, I'm not, I, I guess I haven't really thought of that question in a while. Like, what type of leveling person mm -hmm. am I when it comes to an MMO? I'm not, like, go as fast as I can. I'm not, uh, like... I'm never going to level. It's more so just like I'm, I'd say, a, a fairly neutral player when it comes to leveling. Mm -hmm. How about I you, do Harold? Make story. Um, I like to play through the story. Mm -hmm. What I was doing was I was I was queuing up for the most hated, well, they used to be the most hated, the, the, the Realm Reborn dungeons where you can't yes. skip anything. Yeah. I didn't mind. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I don't have to do very much with the hitting <laughs> things in the face. So yeah, I would just like queue for those and just level that way. Mm -hmm. And but I I love the fact that there is an auto queuing system that I don't have to talk to. Sorry, I'm like I sound so antisocial. <laughs> um, but so I can I can queue. I don't have to interact with another human being. I don't have mm -hmm. to like. There's a gearing system, Shout. so yeah, it's fine. I've got a little number. If it's too low, I hit up my daughter and she'll craft me something. And <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure here, I'm, I'm totally milking her. And um, it's great. I, I love the auto-queuing system. And that's what—that's the thing that Guild Wars 2 is completely lacking. And why mm. the content, especially the raids and stuff, they don't have a teddy bear mode where you can just go in and basically roll over the boss to get the story content. And mm -hmm. And then harder modes for ray for, for for proper guild groups for mm -hmm. company groups and and try hard stuff. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, end game raiders, really, I should say. Um, and um, yeah, I I love the fact that I can just queue up. I can do my roulette dungeons, and I can do whatever's on the list that, that needs to be done, and get on with my day whilst I'm running around in the world. I love that. Mm -hmm. Like, do y'all know how lucky you are? Oh. Oh, nice. We're over here struggling. <laughs> Guild Wars 2 is rough. They they have they have a um... way to sell me on it, Rook. Sorry, okay, no, 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 okay, look, 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 look. We're not gonna lie to you. This is not a blanket statement about all of Guild Wars 2. This mm -hmm. is a blanket statement about this niche, this one thing. There is no auto party finder. Mm -hmm. So some people, even, you know, veteran MMO players actually, I think, want something like this, or at least say they want something like this, where you have to, remember the good old days when we had to stay <laughs> yeah. outside and we had to get a group together and mm -hmm. shout out and we had to assemble a party. Like, people like to be nostalgic about it, but it does turn out that it actually yeah. sucks and it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> We're not 16 anymore. Well, I am, but it's whatever. No. <laughs> I mean, Just like, like 40 person raids. Nobody <laughs> wants to do those logistics. Nobody does. Oh. No, no well, it's, I'm, I'm about to get carbon dated. I don't have the time to wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No okay, we need yes. to get this done. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, Guild Wars 2 has a slight step up from that for a lot of content, which is that there is, like, like we have in Guild Wars 2 a private party finder listing, right? So you mm -hmm. have that, but it's called LFG, looking for group. Mm -hmm. So you can form a, like, you can put a listing up for a mm -hmm. party on it. But again, it's not an auto system. So just like in 14, I think a lot of people feel a bit of that anxiety of like, oh, do I want to be party lead? Okay, mm -hmm. well, I guess I could put this up. What do I need to put in the description? Oh, I'm going to have to sort out. It, it's even maybe a little bit worse in Guild Wars 2 because we have 
distinct different kinds of boons or buffs yeah. that yeah, oftentimes have to be synergy <laughs> yes they have to be plotted because you only like in a group that might have i don't know 20 people or whatever um those boons will only cover five or like they'll mm. only cover so like you have to make sure that like you're like okay do we have enough people that are gonna do boons who's okay how many roles for dps do we have filled and this is mm -hmm. all stuff that you have to just write into the lfg you can't like just select like we need three boon people we need 10 of these and like just have that automatically populate fill kind of thing so yeah you need to make a yeah. craigs craigslist ad yeah i'm having like instead really of a bad trinity we have a pentagram <laughs> it's just demonic yeah it doesn't feel yeah, good this is like final fantasy 11 yeah. ptsd for me yeah like you would, exactly. you would basically just turn on a flag i want to party and then you would shout and hope that somebody needed your job and if you were yeah. a summoner or a red mage chances were pretty high that'd be like hey we can't find a healer can you also heal and it's like <laughs> i guess it's gonna suck but sure i tanked i tanked a party mm -hmm. in 11 on dark knight before dark knight mm -hmm. in 11 is a dps oh no yep yeah. yep that sounds mm -hmm. scary that's how Exciting. desperate people get both to yeah. have people fill out the party and to be in the party <laughs> yeah yep. be honest but at the least Oh, sorry, go over. Oh, go, go. Oh, I'm just going to quickly say, at least you have these, like, three contained roles. Yeah. We have, like, five or six where mm -hmm. you have, some encounters have tanks, some don't. You have DPS and healers, but then you also have the boons, quickness, and alacrity. And the, they can change, but so you can have, like, a DPS alacrity. Mm -hmm. Or if you need a DPS quickness, healer alacrity, healer quickness. And it all just depends on the group formation. So mm -hmm. you're not really, you're not just playing the game, you're playing the UI, which is yeah. so antithetical to what Guild Wars 2 was like mm -hmm. propped up on but you were yeah. saying before no, that's true that's true no I was, I was gonna say the worst consequence of not having an auto matching system especially for raids is elitism has crept in mm -hmm. and people right. are absolute asshats and mm -hmm. if you don't have so many tokens of I killed this boss 75,000 mm -hmm. times then they'll just boot you out of the group this and is, they'll be and they'll be asshats about it. This is heroic in like uh, Burning Crusade is what I am thinking. Like Magister's Terrace, we got to have one of everything that can do everything. We better be synergistic because we're not going to get through it without it. Even though you could no. without meta, it's just not as comfy, you know. It's like entry yeah. level entry level raid uh, yeah. slot needed. Phil uh, must you have five have years raiding experience. Yeah. yeah, and we see that in like yeah. private party finder oh, in yes. fourteen. But yeah. that is not your only option exactly. to engage with content. You can use this automated system, which does in so many ways just. It is a generic, even playing field. You mm -hmm. queued for it. You have the eye level for it. You are in it, and it's there, right? And like, yeah. of course, there are some things, pieces of content that might be more commonly run through mm -hmm. private because they're extremely difficult or they're extreme, yeah. like whatever it is, right? Um, but that doesn't mean you still can't queue. You can, but good yeah. luck. Like you might have a longer yeah. queue, <laughs> but the vast majority of all sorts of other content in the game is runnable through that. Um, I wanted to ask really quickly though, obviously for next, you were joking about this makes me sound so antisocial that I like mm -hmm. to queue and just randomly not have to interact with people and just do this. But I wanted to ask both of you too. How have you felt about the community coming into mm -hmm. the game? Have you had, the community is oftentimes known or distinguished by like random acts of kindness is oftentimes what we hear or like positive stories. Has that been your experience? Have you coming into the game felt like you felt very welcomed? Have you felt like you had a moment where you were like, oh, somebody was 
to me or anything like that or has yeah. it been the opposite you are i mean absolutely giggling over there yeah, what is the you story? Story? i don't know why <laughs> No, mine mine isn't anything. It's more so just like, you know, you're asking this. Like, it's propped up and it's such a beautiful community and random acts of kindness. I'm like, I haven't even said hi to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Please, yeah. Like, what has been your experience? Um, like, that's genuinely the question. I guess, I mean, I don't want to say that I haven't encountered any sense of the community. If anything, I'm kind of a thorn in the community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the enemy, but um, there are moments within, I do a lot of duty finder. There are moments mm -hmm. where you get to talk to people and uh, some people will be new and they'll make remarks and you have, you know, little uh, side small talk moments. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the open world, not, not much. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess when I go to capital cities, I see people like in their, in their glamour, mm -hmm. as you call it. And they're like <laughs> showing off and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And some people are like, emoting and, um, I think my real sense of the community is actually outside of the game, as mm. it often is with most MMOs. Um, just like on Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch here, uh, getting to interact with all of you. This is really where I look for community, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it's it's the most easy for me to to access. But um, I'm not really a part of any guild right mm -hmm. now. In in fourteen, I'm like the novice free trial part, so I don't even know if I can enter a guild. But right, I don't know. <laughs> Harold? Okay, so. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Come, <laughs> gather round, children. Let me tell you the tale of a small potato who was really weird. Uh, um, oh, yeah. oh no. So, I genu generally, I've had a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. People have been nice, even when I have, even when I have been uh, raiding on the floor. Uh, they have been they have been lovely and considerate and kind and I, I have real friends who i've met through other games who i play with i have a guild of my own they've made it i didn't want them to they just do these things <laughs> i don't they're just like it's the aeosian heralds it's on Phoenix oh, nice. or something and i'm like oh my god okay yeah sure just d don't get me involved um and i don't i I'm, 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 I, my schedule is so erratic that i wouldn't want mm -hmm. to let anybody down right sure um but when I first like dived in and I was like venturing around and making new characters and seeing if I wanted to play a potato or a very tall boy with lots of horns, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I met someone in Gradania and he wanted to show me his house. And uh -huh. he was lovely and he was showing me his the music center and all the things that he's collected and all the bits of the house and he's like you know i've got this guild and well company and mm -hmm. uh, would you like to join and all the rest of it and we were talking and talking and he was really sweet and then he said something about some sort of masculine thing and i'm like yeah i'm 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 a woman so i, I can't really comment on that kind mm -hmm. of thing i don't have that and everything changed immediately oh, no. He was just so, he was so freaked out that I did not have testicles, that it just, it just, it just knocked the poor kid sideways and he did, just couldn't communicate in any sort of proper way. And it was, it was odd. And I just like, sort of excused myself. Yeah. Oh, no. So, you know, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. That that is a part was... of my first experience in the game too. Like okay. I made a yeah, I made I made Aldiano, who uh, objectively is a very pretty Elizabeth. And like the first time I ever went to Ulda, you know, like on um, e you know, kind of on the lane where there's all the uh, retainer. I don't, I don't even remember. But anyway, I was just standing there, and someone's like, "Your character is hot." 
just tell me. And I'm like, uh, thank you. Do you want to join an FC? Uh, no, I'm going to join a friend's FC because I was going to join yours, in fact, Zen. And they're just like, oh, well, you know, we just, we're just here. If you want to talk, here's our website. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Bye. Sure. Okay. Welcome no. to being a woman. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah. I was not expecting it. That's for sure. Boobs need to come with a warning label. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's not good. It's not good, guys. They said warning, comfort, and <laughs> life pain. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. funny because in 14, I've had these experiences in many other games. Mm-hmm. But in 14, I have not had people act strangely because of my gender. With the exception of high-end rating, weirdly enough. Oh, sure, yeah. I, I'll have people infantilize me. I'll have people try to be my content hero where they're like, I'll teach you how to do it. I'll <laughs> teach you how to do it. I had somebody who insisted, like, I'll teach you oh, how to play night. your... They're like, I'll yeah. teach you how to play your class. Don't worry about it. And I was like, bitch, I've been playing my class for <laughs> five years. I'm yeah. fine. I don't need you. Well, you want to teach me how to push a button in an MMO? Get out. What? <laughs> <laughs> And they were so offended that mm-hmm. I, w- I didn't want them to teach me how to play my class. Like, and they were like, I'll go in on White Mage with you and you can watch what I do. And I was like, <laughs> no. No, thanks. <laughs> what? I'm uh, I, Thank you. I have access to the same resources as you. And I think I'm doing fine, to be honest. So thanks so much. But outside of that, in the actual interact, just general interactions mm-hmm. of the game, I have never had anybody behave strangely to me because of that like and not again not to invalidate any other experiences Um, but it was funny because i think from my initial impressions as a new player in the game i i personally felt like it was one of the most um you know gender spectrum friendly games that i had played Mm -hmm. but it's not always the case and there are still weird people out there (laughs) oh yeah to be clear he wasn't hitting on me he was just freaked out he did not know how to talk to me it was strange. I was on the internet. Boy. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Blue screen. I, I think, yeah. I think um, in, in all of the MMOs that I've played, 14 is the one I've had the least strange awkward mm-hmm. experiences in. But they do happen just oh, like, yeah. way less often. Mm-hmm. The, the most recent one I had was I stay up really late. Uh, so there's like, you know, a smaller community when I'm awake and I just got a random tell from a person I didn't know. It was just like, hi, how's it going? And I'm like, pretty good. How are you? Do I know you? They're like, no, you know, I just saw you and, and I decided I want to talk to you because there's nobody around. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, fair enough. I'll talk to a stranger. That's fine. <laughs> so we talked for like five minutes and they're like, hey, it would be more convenient for me if we could talk on Discord. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> no, 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 but you know, I say, I say, oh, I, I don't really give my discord away to people who I don't know, mm. which yeah. is, I think Fair. that's completely yeah. reasonable. Should be. Yeah. And they're like, that's dumb. Why would you do that? <laughs> okay. Well, we're not talking anymore. Bye. It's going to get oh. out of this conversation now. Yikes. It's so yeah. tough because oftentimes I get asked by people, like, how do I make friends in mm. a new MMO? Right. And there, I think there's such a fine line. You know, mm-hmm. you can't force relationships. And you have to also realize that other people yeah. might find things to be pushing personal boundaries, right? Like chatting, strike up a little conversation. Maybe you send a little friend request. Maybe you talk a little bit. Maybe you run some content. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like, but you got to take it in steps. And I, I also agree that for me personally, if somebody insists on speaking across Discord, 
while that could be a very benign thing, where in a sense mm-hmm. they're just like, I wish I could just hang out and talk to people and, you know, it's especially, I mean, for me, being a woman and being, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be trapped in a voice room with you for like <laughs> who knows how long and I know me and I'll feel awkward and I don't want to make you feel awkward mm-hmm. and I don't want to like feel as though I can't leave the room because then you might be sad but I also don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've you know? I've had people Yeah. This is this is uh, tangential and I'm sorry. Uh, I've had people no, who who once I was like sure I'll just talk to you in in the chat program. I wasn't even going to talk talk to them. I was going to like text talk to them, right? Immediately, we're like, "All right, well, we're in a chat. Here's my dick." Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Oh my. I don't want to see yeah. your dick. So whenever, uh, whenever someone's like, "Hey, want to talk on Discord?" I'm like, "No, mm-hmm. I do not know you, and I don't want to see your penis." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, Zen and I have been friends for a long time, and we have played a lot of the same MMOs. And it's just like my partner and her will will discuss these. So just to let you know, guys out there, that that will happen, and you yeah. will be dragged immediately for doing fun it. Of you. Oh yeah. So like I and have everyone seen everyone else me. is gonna know that you're this type of person. They weren't even yeah. given to me, but every once in a while in, in our eleven days, my partner Denetra will be like, Charles, you have to see this. And I'm like, what? Oh, that's not It's like who's whose is it this time? Oh, it's this person you know. And I'm like, God damn it. You see, I feel bad, and this is not a solicitation. I have never been sent a dick pic. I joke about (laughs) it all the time, but nobody has ever sent me a penis. Meaning, I don't want it. Please don't misunderstand. (laughs) And and this was much much earlier. Like, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crew! If I salute you, (laughs) only I'm sure they did too. Yeah. Wow. Only one time in my history of playing 14 did someone try to send me a dick pic and I caught uh, it and I was like, get out of here. We're not friends anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> I see in and chat. I, I actually, I told oh, go my ahead, friend, sorry. my friends when I first started, I just straight up told them because yeah. coming from 11 where mm-hmm. I experienced this a couple of times, I was like, hey, bunch of you are dudes. I'm a girl and I don't want to see your dick. If you <laughs> send me your dick, I will quit this game. End. Yeah. Yep, that was uh, rules for the static for a while yep. when we first started it. If if yep. that happens, you're out. I'm that done. I hate so that that's a thing that you said. I'm so sorry I sent you a picture of my So dick. that's what happens. <laughs> sorry. Wow, I feel like really awkward about it now. I drew like wow, happy face on it. I thought you like, I wasn't was going to out you. I wasn't going to out you. So <laughs> now sorry. it all makes sense. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh my God. How did it accidentally Lady Dick is different. I don't know. How do you accidentally send someone a picture? You know what? That did to me. What? Well, it was a situation where like someone sent me something and was like, oop, that wasn't meant for you, but it was like fully meant for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay oh, yeah. sure. I just, yeah. I, I just didn't respond after a while. Yeah. And like it had been five days and they fully know. And I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I meant, to, I meant to send this explicit message to <laughs> yeah. somebody else. Please was, ignore well, was, unless you liked it. But it was like, it was like yeah. romantic. And I'm like, I'm not sure. here to do that. See, I had the <laughs> same. That's the same situation I was talking about. The one thing that happened to me in 14, but we were not in any kind of romantic relationship. And uh, it, was, it was on Skype. Skype used to get that. Oh, Skype. Oh, my God, Skype. Wait, did any of you pictures, use right? Pick? No. Oh, I've never yeah. heard of that. Yeah, do you know what? Okay. As long as... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Skype and Kick and those places, yeah. that's where mm-hmm. it all happened. Dangerous. But Skype gives you, or gave you, I don't know, I haven't used Skype in forever. But uh, yeah. But they give you the option to accept the picture. Yes. Like, I have a bad feeling about this. I'm <laughs> not going to accept this. And then they <laughs> told me that it was a dick pic. And I'm like, why would you admit this? You're an idiot. <laughs> You had it. 
My curiosity is too moment. strong. I yeah. would just, I just look at everything. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's I not have... like it's Picasso, is it? It's not like <laughs> when you have seen one meat sausage, it, <laughs> you've seen them all. I mean, it's that just <laughs> like it's Sometimes. a tube. What do you want me to like... do? You know? Okay, okay, okay. Yes. All right. This has been amazing. I actually think this was a great side tangent. <laughs> Um, I will say engagement. that first, community engagement, I will say that first and <laughs> yes. foremost, that if you're ever around one of my RP characters and you see a mistel in an area, I apologize, whether it's benign <laughs> or it's spicy, I am oftentimes the person that is the one responsible for mistelling mm. everywhere mm. publicly and talk mm. to the wrong person. Sorry to my free company, apologies, <laughs> I put a lot of stuff in there, um, but, <laughs> but, to Figuratively bring or... Yeah. Are you going to chapter <laughs> this, the penis section of the podcast? Is that but, what's going to be in the chapter? I think yeah. it should be. Yeah. That's a timestamp. I don't know what uh, what you were going to hop to. I was actually, uh, earlier, we did a whole bunch of uh, Guild Wars and Final Fantasy comparisons. Mm -hmm. oh. maybe we hop to just like that section. Yeah. Sure. We can. Uh, I mean, we, I think we touched on it. A lot of them, although, yeah. Although... Yeah. This, well, okay. I mean, yes, all of that. But before that, I wanted to also make sure that we talked a little bit because I, I do think this is um, mm -hmm. important. Um, how far are you both into the story? Yeah. We talked a tiny bit. I know mm -hmm. Proof said I'm up through, I, I'm working through Heavensward, post Heavensward. Mm -hmm. But I know that Harold Fornax yeah. is a huge story lover. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to give a moment for sure to make mm -hmm. sure that we can touch on like, um, you know, what have been your highlights? What have you mm -hmm. thought about the story? What have you thought about what you've played? Because you mentioned a little bit, but um, to give us more more time to talk about it, I know, Harold, if you want to start. Um, so, standout moments for me, sort of like meeting Hraisvalga mm. and how mm. incredibly clever. He, there was no kind of, he knew exactly why we were there. He knew exactly what we wanted and he was having none of our shit. <laughs> and I loved that. I love yeah. the fact that, that Lady Iceheart was a genuinely good person trying mm -hmm. to do the right thing <laughs> and a great personal sacrifice. Right. Yeah? Um, yeah. And, and she kind of led herself down a path. And I, I, I loved how the story has kind of unfolded slowly. I mean, hey, we didn't even know the name of the planet when we sure. started. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wasn't hugely in love with Stoneblood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most of yeah. us weren't. Yeah, Some people have heard that. It's been yeah. the I've roller coaster bad. I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. But I loved the story of Hien. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I thought his journey was fascinating. I think he is a genuinely, I mean, he's a bit fluffy kittens. But, but <laughs> yeah, he, he's kind of a himbo. He is. <laughs> he is. He is very pretty. I mean, even yeah. I, as an ace weirdo, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, he's a pretty boy. Um, <laughs> I loved the the steps drama and the little mm -hmm. son comments. There's some, <laughs> some beautiful moments. I love how aggro the girl is on that, you know, the, yeah, oh, she's dear. just, mm -hmm. oh my god, oh my god, yeah. Um, let me think. Um, and then, I, I guess I just love, I love Graha and how mm -hmm. thirsty he is for our character. Mm -hmm. How how unrequited star-crossed he is about a doll. Mm -hmm. And that's really sweet. Um, I, I love the fact that he had a chance to have the life that he missed. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I really, I love that. I, I, I also, there's a couple of things I don't like. Sure. 
Um, I think I might know one of them because it's usually oh. what we talk about all the time. Please, please continue. Please Just go. Continue. Yeah. Just tell us what you like. Yeah. So of the of the three unsundered, mm. that a lot of people are very thirsty for Mister Selk. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. Yep. Oh no. Okay. Oh, she's she's Rook I know is gone. Wow. <laughs> Um, and I can understand Wait, the I'm just going to go somewhere more safe. There we go. I'm just going to go to the bottom of this tower and chill. <laughs> Kidding. Please go ahead. Your, your feelings I, are valid. <laughs> I understand that. I, I, can, I can understand it if we're talking about the Elpis version of Emmet Sulk, of mm -hmm. Hades, of who he was. Mm. Noble, um, intelligent, massive amounts of integrity. Yeah. Um, but the guy that we meet, he's a monster. He's a funny monster. He's an entertaining monster. Yeah, you'd want to have yeah. dinner with him, but you wouldn't trust him with the knives, right? <laughs> mm. No, not as far as you could throw him. No, you no. don't trust him as far as you could throw him. He's, he's interesting and he's fascinating because evil often is. Mm -hmm. But he's evil. Yeah. He has done terrible things. He has done things that you cannot have any redemption from him and Bal and um, Gaius sure they they, yeah. they, they belong mm -hmm. you, you, you can it's nice that he's also uh, Hitler had hobbies <laughs> he painted yeah yeah these people belong <laughs> in a prison if, sure. if, we, if, if there was a Hague <laughs> on Atheris that's where they should go yeah absolutely they're, they're monsters so I, I can't thirst for a monster. Rook, your reaction? My vagina would just drop off. <laughs> well, my vagina is thriving. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Fornax did warn us about how spicy uh -huh. things can get quickly. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Which yep. is, just talk I about think, dick it's yeah, true. we That's did. That's true. We, we did, did for a while. We're banned from our own podcast. That's fair. That's fair. Oh no, I God. no, I love it. Fornax, you crack me up. I absolutely would not trade you any part of yeah. you for the world. You're just fantastic. It's fine. I'll love Emmett Selk for both yeah. of us. And the thing is, I no. don't even disagree okay. with you. Like, that's the yeah. thing. I, I think one of the things that's so fantastic about 14's story is that there are truly incredibly complex characters. Mm-hmm. And the perception or reading of them from any number of mm -hmm. points is completely accurate. I agree with you. I think that what he originally was was horrifically twisted in the end. Yeah. I think he did commit just straight up war crimes. <laughs> yeah. And genocide. Just a few, yeah. And Some casual genocide. Not, yeah, casual genocide. <laughs> yeah. Like, does that, does that not mean that, like, you know, a different reading perspective thought also plays into the idea of his own compartmentalization of mm. what happened in the world he believes he's fighting for and how he selects which world is the one that deserves to live and how everything else is is not real in many senses and mm -hmm. in, in the way he's perceiving it because he cannot let go of the people he swore that he would forever, eternally, for all time, fight for. Like, there, there's so many complex, interesting things. And I think that to diminish any elements or aspects mm -hmm. of those, whether it's yep. loving, hating, valuing, acknowledging, like, I think you do have to, you know, um, you have to go into all of it. I love him as a character. I yep. do thirst for him. But I also <laughs> can acknowledge that there's all those things that yep. I think make him despicable in yep. many, many ways. I love many him ways. as a character. I love yes. him as a character. He is a fantastic character. 
but he's the bad man. He's a bad, <laughs> bad man. The fan yeah. of him is kind of hot. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. So you said that you're... That, is that... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, did you just type Emmett Selk Thirst into the internet <laughs> to see what she does? Because <laughs> that would work, yeah. It would work. No, I yeah. just looked at it and then I saw the character model and I was like, eh, okay. And then I saw the fan art. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. I <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite moments is when we're... So cover your ears, crew. One of my oh. favorite... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. One there of you my go. favorite oh, yeah. moments is <laughs> when we're in Elpis. And we just tell him everything. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Shut up. No, don't. He doesn't need to know that. That's yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we and doing? Like, he took it well. Yeah, he, he did. Well. He did. Yeah. He's got a lot of dignity. But mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. Man. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I also so it's interesting, right? Because the person he is then could never comprehend of what he'll become. Mm hmm. And it goes to show how, like, even those with good intentions can be warped and yeah. twisted in pursuit of that uh, when they are, un- like, refusing to acknowledge anything else around them. So mm-hmm. it, it is. It's fascinating. It, I was surprised, too, that he just laid it all out. <laughs> that yeah. we lay it we all should, out to him. We should back proof back. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm so excited to be on this podcast. (laughs) So, Kruv, how about you? How about story stuff thus far up to where you are? Oh, I hated it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Suck. No, no. I mean, the Realm Reborn experience was, um, it was a story experience that was long and and Mm -hmm. existed. It yeah. wasn't, it Remember. was just intermittently voice acted, which I did mm-hmm. appreciate when we got to the voice acting stuff. I've noticed in Heaven's Word, the voice acting has been a bit more consistent, um, but they still don't shy away from uh, non-voiced stories. So mm-hmm. and I, I do respect that because you get to have more of it and you get to really uh, get into the inner, inner workings of characters' minds. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the primal stuff. I thought that yeah. was really fun in Heaven's Word. I felt like it had a good momentum. And then the... The the patch before Heaven's Ward, that like thirty minutes cinematic <laughs> sequence, mm-hmm. I got admit it did feel like I was just watching an episode uh, of a show, <laughs> but it was so well done, and I did f- that was really when I was like, oh, is this when it's gonna get good? Is mm-hmm. this what everyone's mm-hmm. talking about? And it really did start to shift. Heaven's Ward felt so much more fulfilling. And mm. I like the pacing of it because you'd go, you'd make your way through uh, the maps and then you would kind of retrace your steps. Um, and it didn't feel out of place. Guild Wars mm. 2 kind of just tried this with their recent story, but I felt like the pacing was a bit off. Uh, I felt mm. like this was, you know, totally normal. I was like, yeah, it felt good. Um, and the, like the whole, like, ch- I, I'm still kind of trying to remember the names, but like the, the church aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then um, at the very end when you face off, and you have that big cinematic moment. And oh, yeah. The, the, uh, what, I'm forgetting the names. It's been a hot minute since I played Oh, yeah, it's all good. The, the cloaked, um, two cloaked figures that you fight, and they have... Oh, the Asians, yeah. The Asians, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Who are a reoccurring, you know, yeah. kind of uh, mm-hmm. army or mm-hmm. category in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, it has been... My story experience has reflected what I've heard from the community, mm. is that... Uh, a Realm Reborn starts off a bit slow and can feel like a bit of a job 
to grow yeah. attachments to. But mm-hmm. then once those attachments are there, they do tend to pay off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if I was really blown away by Heaven's Ward. And it might just be an expectation thing. When sure. You, are told that this is the peak of story content and this is the best thing ever for Final Fantasy XIV. So I might have had those expectations going into it mm-hmm. and I did enjoy it, but I was like, oh, that was a competent, really good story compared to um, A Realm Reborn. And then going into the post Heaven's Word stuff, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what to expect with that. I hope it continues mm. to go up. Right. And then Stormblood, I've heard a mixed bag. So maybe I'll get a better idea of just how great Heaven's Word mm-hmm. is going going forward. We're gonna have to check in when you've done Shadowbringers. Yes, I heard Shadowbringers I... <laughs> is great. Yeah, yeah. I don't want yeah. to crap on Stormblood because it is actually a very competent story dealing with a mm-hmm. very difficult topic. Mm-hmm. And if you if you want to have a kind of understanding of like what a conquered people look like mm-hmm. and how to work through that, like social trauma and giving up and then finding the courage to find hope again it's hugely impressive how Mm -hmm. they do the story it's just not as bombastic as dragons right of course yeah Yeah. it is a beautifully told story nevertheless it's just Mm -hmm. coming off the heels of heaven's ward with Harris Felga and Midgard Sommer and that whole... I did love those characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a, like a beautiful space opera almost, especially when yeah. you find out more about the dragons, which is amazing. So, mm-hmm. yes. It, it's, it, don't don't come in, go into it thinking it's going to be bad. It's not. It's just different. Yeah. It's more grounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, as you said, a, a war story. And it's about not just about the war, like most stories are, it's about the fallout and the generational trauma and recovering from it, which is not something that's ever really touched upon. So, yeah. Even in chat uh, just now, there are people who are like, I like uh, yeah. Stormblood more. So, yeah. it just kind of depends. Yeah. It depends yeah. on what vibes with you. I yeah, exactly. I'm, I might enjoy Stormblood a bit more because I've just experienced 10 years of a dragon storyline. Sure, yeah. Brand. <laughs> That's fair. So those, those elements and those motifs and those visuals are, are very well settled into my brain and soul. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I've been really craving a bit more of a, a stripped back, toned down mm-hmm. narrative with like character building and world building. Um, so uh, we'll have to see how I enjoy Stormblood. <laughs> I get it. Fantasy games have dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll You're be like, interesting to hear. Yeah. Just bring tissues. You will cry. I, I have yep. never cried more playing a game than I have this one. It is absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you'd cried during it, Harold, <laughs> because that's the big thing. Everybody's like, which part made you cry the most? Mm-hmm. Which one? All, all of it. It's just dehydration all the way <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now to get back, because then was circling us back so nicely to the comparisons of the Guild Wars yeah. 2, Final Fantasy XIV, please feel free. I just really wanted to make sure because oh, I yeah. know, I was like, I know Fornax has yeah. wanted to talk about the story in fourteen yeah. for so long. For so. sure, for sure. And we've talked so, like, about a lot of contracts. Go the thing that I, like, I'm, I'm really glad looking at that line, this is the first thing. Mm-hmm. Subscription versus Guild Wars 2's model. Yeah. to play. Yeah, uh, because... How do you guys uh, feel? Yeah. I feel sad. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, coming from Guild Wars 2, um, you get 
the base game for free, and right now for Final Fantasy XIV, you also get the base game for free and Heaven's Ward. So I'm really appreciative of that change. But uh, Guild Wars 2 does not require a subscription fee. You just buy the expansions once, and then you can play mm-hmm. them at your own leisure. Uh, and as someone who is younger and still making <laughs> their way through life and economics of the current modern day world, um, you know, it is very convenient not to have to think about a subscription model. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Final Fantasy fourteen, I, I really believe that if a game proves its worth and shows its consistency and its quality and the overall reviews are positive, I find uh, myself a little bit more able to convince mm-hmm. myself to to commit to that subscription. Where other games, they have a subscription, but over the years they've dwindled, they've gone into controversy, they've had their missteps. Um, it's much easier to say, well, I'm just not going to sub. So mm-hmm. um, I think 14 has proven itself in that in that regard. Right. I, you know, I have a very similar feeling as well. It's If you prove to me that you're worth it, sure, why not? Yeah. You know? That's that's really it. I it, it is a huge point of friction though for a lot of people because mm-hmm. as you said, you know, younger people, people in different life situations, people in different countries where that conversion's not as fun, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, it's always interesting to hear as people hop over. I I like that Yoshi P tells people like take a break for a little while, mm-hmm. play something else. It's fine. Uh, that said, I have a house in fourteen, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There's yeah. that. They yeah. will have my money until I'm well and done with the game. Yeah. <laughs> Fornex, how do you feel? How have you felt about the subscription? Do you feel like it's a make or break for you? Do you think it's something that they should try and remove? So. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> I love Guild Wars 2 and they just got an award for their monetization. Mm-hmm. I would ra- But I would rather have a subscription. Where I don't have to spend money on transmutation charges to change the look of my character, or, or the, the hairdresser, or it, I just I want to be able to change how my character looks when I want to without hitting a paywall. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I, I also think that having a subscription model means that there is more stability for the developers, so they are more free to take their time to deliver mm-hmm. a better story, to deliver better content. They're not constantly like up against it to try and meet. I mean, I used to be an accountant, so I understand the pressures. It's nice to have the breathing room that a subscription allows you to better serve your community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm happy that I get more story than I can play mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy fourteen. Whereas the latest release of Guild Wars 2, as they're changing to a different cadence. Now, don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. The latest addition to the story, we finish in an hour. Mm. Oh, really? That, yeah. Spilling the tea. I am known. I have ADHD, so I will yeah. like say the quiet parts out loud. So you can no, that's me. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's it's one of those things to compare and contrast because yeah. that's how MMOs have been as well. And Guild Wars kind of straddles the two with the living world, which is very very different to most of them about. But you also have the kind of really small episodic content that a yeah. WoW would have, yeah. Yeah, and I think you're spot on, uh, Harold, because I think a lot of that is 
because of the fact that there is a subscription, mm -hmm. right? Games have to earn money somehow. That's just yep. it. MMO live service models, they have to earn money somehow. That's of course, that does not excuse abusive systems. It doesn't excuse, you know, nickel and diming your players for everything. It, it doesn't. But I do think that there is something to be said about having consistent, um, uh, anticipatable, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, predictable, predictable mm -hmm. uh, revenue that supports a baseline of income for the game, the developers, the ongoing content, and so on and so forth. And games have to make up for that in some area. Um, so in the sense that, you know, Kruf is talking about being able to just like pick up, a, you know, pick up the game, get into it, jump in. I think it is a much better feeling to not have a mandatory subscription, especially when you have to also buy the game. But I completely agree, Harold. Uh, I think if a game is delivering for what you're paying mm -hmm. and if you are getting and how you kind of quantify that will depend on you, too. Maybe yeah. you hate story and you're mad you didn't get five dungeons this patch. Yeah. So maybe that cost is not worth the value to you in that regard. But I think that 14 does a great job of providing a robust rounded out cycle of content that is regular, predictable, and oftentimes, yeah, is, you know, just the story alone is going to take you mm -hmm. three to four hours baseline a lot yeah. of times with whatever we get. Although, of course, there are shorter ones and longer mm -hmm. ones, but I think you do get a good hunk and it's more predictable what you're going to get, probably because of the sub. And can I, I think... just say, oh, sorry. Okay. No. Uh, the trial that they give us for 14 is massive. That is a yeah. big ass trial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that it, it gives you a good idea of what you can expect as far as what you're going to be spending money on. So yeah. I thought that it was a really good move when they were like, Here, here's Heaven's Word too. Like, that's where the story's good. So <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. First hits for good. Um, I was going to say that a, a, a fantastic example of this kind of different ethos is in Final Fantasy, mount collecting is a wonderful aspect of the game. And you collect all the different types of beautiful mm -hmm. mounts. You do raids, you do all sorts of things, and it's great. In Guild Wars 2, Guild Wars 2 has, without doubt... I'm preparing. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. <laughs> down, darling. Yeah, get a cup of tea. Guild Wars 2 has, without doubt, without favor or foe, the best mount system I have ever played mm -hmm. in any game mm -hmm. I have ever played. And I'm an old woman. <laughs> I have played many games. Okay. You cannot unlock a single mount skin via gameplay bar one, mm. and that's all she wrote. And that's because of how they've monetized the game. I yeah. see. Mm. You can mm. get all the mounts, and they come with their own base version that you can dye. So you can dye mm. the different channels of, like, it's fur, it's claws, it's mm. feathers, it's... But you cannot obtain any mount skins through the game mm -hmm. itself. You have to buy them from the cash shop. Now, of course, there are ways that you can convert in-game currency to cash shop stuff, and they've been easing things. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. again, it's not horrible, but um, it is a big and difference. The yeah. mounts are beautiful. The base models are beautiful. They are exquisitely rigged. Mm -hmm. they, if you, it, they look real. They mm. move. There is a fluidity to them. There is a beauty to them. The, 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 their integration into the world is fantastic. They improve your experience. Moving through the world is part of the gameplay. And there's mm -hmm. a flow. And it is unbelievably addictive. There were whole guilds dedicated to flying griffins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can in your guild yeah. hall, which are massive, you can build your own race system. You can have races, you can have wow. um it's it's it is absolute the game is fantastic, but 
there are limitations to the financial mm-hmm. model that they've decided to 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 lean on. And I think mm-hmm. if they had a subscription option, then that would alleviate that. But that ain't ever going to happen. I don't believe. No. Mm-hmm. I, 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 at this point, it would be very odd to, I think, just introduce that. And I mean, and I, and I think part of why things have been, you know, not as crazy in 14, like there's still some crazy stuff you can get on Mogstation, but that wasn't a system that they had at launch. It was something that came later. And so a lot of the core design decisions they made for that game were not reliant on mm-hmm. the, the sale of, of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned dye channels. So I would love yeah. to get into the glamour slash dye comparison. Of yes. Because I have feelings. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, please go ahead. I'll let Fornax take this one. Yeah, Fornax, this is all you. you. You are the the queen <laughs> of the transmog. <laughs> I mean, if you saw me in real life, I'm like 50% bag lady. So this is crazy. <laughs> um. So it is the it is one of the best interface systems for for wardrobe in any game. In fact, it's so good, WoW copied it. Like yeah. Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars, yeah. I mean, they also copied the flying wholesale. Yeah, they did. And they did it really badly. Really I mean <laughs> yes. it's a vast improvement for the game, don't get me wrong. Good good work, mm-hmm. guys. It's a vast improvement. You copied it quite well. Yep. But not good Great enough. Great on that it, copying homework. Yeah, it's, there's no fluidity to it. Honestly, if you play Guild Wars two for nothing else, play it for the flying and the and the, and the environments. It is, mm. it's worth it for that alone. I think worth the box price for that alone. Mm. Um, but the the wardrobe system is fantastic because you collect every skin in the game. If you're mm-hmm. a WoW player and you've got PTSD from going to Molten Court to try and get your 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 paladin, um, you know, <laughs> breastplate. Yeah from Magtheridon or which, whichever one dropped it, this doesn't happen because if you pick up a piece of armor in Guild Wars 2 on any character, it unlocks on your account. It's done. You're, you, congratulations, it's yours. You mm. can have it. From level 1, there's no like locking of levels on the armor. So from level 1, you can look like a god. Mm-hmm. Yes? Um, and yeah. you can change on the fly anywhere and you can see every armor skin in your wardrobe tab and you can... Yeah, and they, they have the best... Without doubt, the best wiki of any game mm. that there's oh, yeah. ever been yeah. in the history of games. Yeah. Um, and you can look up every armor and find out exactly how to get it and where to get it. And a lot of the times you'll be able to see that in-game super easily. And mm. it is beautiful and all those dye channels. You collect the dyes. They, they, they are not consumed. Once you've got it, it is yours forever. Mm-hmm. And you can die on the fly. All you need mm. is to open your tab and you're, 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 you're good. Yeah, I have and literally you can use multiple colors on the same piece of armor. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can. Whoa. I have literally stood on raid night, mm-hmm. like right before we pull the boss, standing in the arena, completely changing and redying my entire <laughs> outfit, just standing there. And you can, you can dye the metal on it. You can dye the mm. fabric on it. You can dye different parts of the fabric on it. You can dye different, and it is so nice. And there is such a range of dye colors, like. You like Fornex is saying a big part of the game, even if you're into fashion, is collecting all the different dyes because some of them are very rare, some of them are hard to obtain, some of them come from like birthday, aka subscription rewards. But without the subscription, like each year your character has a birthday and they have continued expanding those rewards. Um, so you get everything from like general color, just 
base matte color mm -hmm. to special effect, shiny, multi-hue. <laughs> like, it's so cool. Uh, the last the time I amazing. logged on, I was like, why do I have so many gifts? What is happening? Oh, this character is how many years old? Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I see, I made that mistake of when I, I poked my head in, I don't know, a uh -huh. year or two ago. I was like, I don't remember anything. I'm going to get rid of this character and start a new one. Oh, no. Oh. And then immediately, Rook is like, but, but the, yeah. the birthday things. I was like, well, <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That mm -hmm. does suck a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It should be more yeah. of like an account thing. Yeah. yeah the, the customization potential in Guild Wars 2 is absolutely phenomenal. The only thing that it costs is our transportation charges, which you can get from competitive play or mm -hmm. in some areas in PvE. I still think that there should be a few other ways mm -hmm. to get it via PvE, just so it's a bit more consistent. Uh, mm -hmm. The dyes are completely free. You can get outfits on the gem store, which are like entire one-piece costumes um, that look so good. They, they range in different themes, and they don't require transmutation charges. Um, but then once you get legendary armor, which is the maximum level of armor that you can get, maximum tier... Uh, you no longer have any costs to changing your armor's look. So you become just like this this higher being of fashion. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I have it's ascended. gorgeous. Also, also, legendary gear, uh, sorry, mm -hmm. legendary gear is account wide. So yes. once you have a heavy mm -hmm. piece, everybody on your account can wear it. And you can roll the different stats, baked in stats on it, mm -hmm. as often as you want. Like wow. mm -hmm. in between combat, you, it doesn't matter. That's and like, you can get a legendary, sorry, you can get a legendary no, you're... that that you can slot in and out and you can and select the stats, which is like set bonuses, but you you, you select the set bonus that you want to. Um, and you can die your mounts and you can die your back pieces and you can you can just, yeah, the, the customization is amazing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was just going to expand on what you were saying, which is just That's what we that... do here. Yeah. yeah, like the legendary, we interrupt, yeah. No, the <laughs> legendary gear is um, essentially like relic weapons in 14, uh, but I think even more of a time investment. Mm -hmm. However, the payoff is greater because, I mean, like Fornex is saying, that gear literally is never not the best gear in the game. Mm -hmm. Forevermore, it is the best gear. And you can use it on any and all characters, and you can change the substats on it at any time just because you want to change it and you're doing a different build or you're running something else and it has its own unique collection and it has its own unique like special cosmetics and all kinds of stuff um so yeah the legendaries are really cool in guild wars 2 and it's a huge prestige thing to like work on them get them a long-term goal um i also really love that guild wars 2 has different slots so we mm -hmm. have additional slots so they've been experimenting this with uh, this a little bit in 14 with like the wings and the yeah, accessory the, uh, items accessory slot yeah but in Guild Wars 2, we just have bonus slots like that. So you have back mm -hmm. pieces and you can get and wear 24-7, not like a thing you have to pull out, just fully animated wings that because we also mm -hmm. have gliders in the game, you literally can jump off of stuff and those wings will spread and you'll glide through the air on them. <laughs> like It's <laughs> super cool. Um, so there's, I think, more, even more with that. Um, there's also like special effect things that you can get, these like infusions that you mm -hmm. can put into your gear that cause a special effect mm -hmm. to appear on any gear. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that. Like 14, I think personally, and I'll have to see if you both agree, disagree. Personally, I feel like for the actual just items in 14, there's probably a bigger catalog of different individual pieces, looks, types of 
like items, types of things that you get from, you know, like you do this dungeon, you know, there's a a chess piece that drops for every single class from it that has its own look and everything else, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if the actual list of cosmetic items is greater in 14 than it is in Guild Wars 2. But given the constraints of our glamour system, the wardrobe, acquisition not being account-wide, all kinds of different things, um, I think at any given time, the amount that you're using is probably more constrained, let alone not even being able to then fully customize all the mm -hmm. dyes on a piece. So if you have pants that have gold on them and top that has a different gold and those golds don't match, you're just out of luck. <laughs> like you yep. can't change it. it. So something that I really yeah. like, and you you briefly mentioned it um, just now, you have a account wide bank. So you can take something yes. on another character, yeah. put it in the bank, log in on the other character and take it out. It is so hard to transfer anything between characters <laughs> on 14. And you have some shared inventory slots where you mm -hmm. don't even need to go to a bank. You just like put up at the top inventory. So a lot of people will put, um, like they have eternal salvaging kits. So when you get like trash pieces of gear, you can just salvage them automatically for equipment mm -hmm. or other user-friendly services like a teleport scroll, revive orbs, repair stuff. Um, so there, Guild Wars 2 has so much player convenience. It really emphasizes the fun element and mm. not really waiting around to do these like arbitrary things that you'd have to do in the real world. We're playing a fantasy game. Like yeah. why would you have to go walk in pain to change your armor? It's like, you just get to do it. And I, I do really respect and appreciate that element of the game. All right, here's my question. One thing, pick one favorite thing from Final Fantasy that Guild Wars doesn't have, pull it over and vice versa. Yeah, I think that's a good, like, the whole looking forward to section, I think, is mm -hmm. boils down to this. I have an answer instantaneously. Oh, yeah? Right? <laughs> is it Bunny Boys? <laughs> oh, well, we have two far. answers. Two answers. I wouldn't mind some more Bunny Char. I know they're supposed <laughs> to be, like, canine-esque, but, like, we can, we can spice it up a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> But mine would be the LFG system, the duty finder, mm. um, instantaneously. I think that is probably the one element of Guild Wars 2 um, that is holding itself back, is not mm. implementing or taking the time to restructure how they do PvE content. Uh, I've recently said, with all of these greater changes that they're proposing for the Guild Wars 2 IP, I'm, I'm really excited for Guild Wars 2 to identify with MMO tropes in a weird mm. way because it has rejected them for so yes. long. Mm. And the I selling really, point, yeah. Yeah, I really hope that they embrace the MMO quality of mm. their MMO because um, I feel like they've been wanting to reinvent the wheel so many times and after 10 years, if it's not working, maybe you just have to go back to the wheel. So mm. I would love to see some type of um, more structured LFG system. Is there mm. anything from Guild Wars 2 you'd want to put in 14? That was the other half of the question. Oh, oh God. I mean, there's quite a bit. Um, <laughs> there's quite a bit. One thing, um, one favorite thing. Um, on, well, probably if, uh, I don't want to steal Fornax's. <laughs> I mean, you, you can, can agree on thing. You can yeah. agree yeah. on it. Maybe the wardrobe, because when you are sure. leveling, I, I have noticed it's like my character just looks real bad. <laughs> yeah. That's the, it's just Guild Wars 2 does it so, so great. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fornax. Um, so I completely agree about the, the group finder. Mm -hmm. It's 
just I, I complain about this endlessly. I am such a, a whingy cow about this. I really am. <laughs> um, I guess the other thing that I think the game is lacking, Guild Wars 2 is lacking, is housing. Mm. They already don't have the systems. Don't life. take yeah. 14 system, though. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's not, you don't want that one. Oh, no, I don't mm. want a Russian roulette situation with, like, <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> Take ESOs. There yeah, we go. Yeah, like ESOs housing. Yeah, ESOs yeah, yeah. housing, 14's ease of furnishing. <laughs> You see, I yes. do like the the kind of districts. I think that's lovely. Mm -hmm. But why can't they yeah. just have more district? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Fill up a server, guys. Come on, horny <laughs> up. You've got all the money now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I would the housing system because Guild Wars Two already has all the bits you'd need to make a housing system because we have um, guild halls, and in guild mm. halls, um, um, you you place stuff, you decorate them. You you unlock stuff. You you raid. You craft. You put things in. You make them your own. Um, and anyone who you want in the guild can actually decorate the guild hall. So that would be. I I, I just don't understand why it isn't in the game already. <laughs> I just I just don't understand. Um, and something from. What from Guild Wars two over into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me think. Voice acting for the main character. <gasps> that Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a great book. one. Voice act like voice acting period, but like that I wouldn't I would have never thought of that mm. for Nox. I hate right. being sad. I am a I am a, a, a chatty cow and I hate <laughs> I hate being I mean it's it's funny sometimes. It's mm -hmm. they can do it amusingly and there have been several times where it's very amusing that we just are mute. But <laughs> yeah, I would like to be able to have and the inconsistency in the voice in the in i'm dyslexic but i mean mm. i'm I, i'm i was a professional i i can read it's not that mm. i can't i was an accountant for 10 years um but it's it's a lot for me especially if i'm r and r it's it's something that i have to focus on it's not mm -hmm. like a and i do read for leisure but there's something about the delivery of this system especially if you're trying to read orange which just makes my brain <laughs> oh my want God. to bleed out of yeah. my ears so I would I would like more voice acting, but of course, if we get more voice acting, we'd probably get less story. Sure. Maybe just like a button it. on the side that just reads it in one of those robot voices. I'd take it. <laughs> oh, I'd really? take it. I mean, yeah, honestly, nice that would be yeah. that'd be a good accessibility feature mm -hmm. because I'm actually playing through right now with somebody, Harold. Uh, um, I don't know if you know her, uh, Katakemi, aka Angie who does a lot of the um, Guild Wars 2. She's an art partner, um, but she does a lot of the uh, Guild Wars 2 art streams alongside Paul Scott Canavan. So we've been going in, the, uh, the three of us, typically on Wednesdays on my channel now that we've kind of rolled into it, and playing through everything. But um, Angie is also dyslexic, and she was like, I want to enjoy this, but like I literally cannot function i like i don't i she was like there's no choices for me to switch the the size of the text mm -hmm. or the font of the text or the color of, like you can do some stuff with the color of the ui and things but that doesn't help and so she was just like i want to make it through this but like genuinely i'm having so much trouble even reading a single paragraph of text so we were like hey we'll voice act it for you yeah. Like, we'll go through and we'll voice act it, we'll do all of it, and we'll all have fun together. And, like, you know, we, we can do whatever works for you. But, like, yeah, even if they had some little thing, it would help because um, you're not the first person I've heard have that problem, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's the reason I don't stream it. 
it's the reason I don't stream it and why I, I'm, I'm quite nervous about streaming stuff because mm-hmm. although I do, I write scripts, I, I voice act all the time on my channel, that's something that I do privately. And once you put that audience there, holy shirt balls. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is yeah. a stress. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so no, it, it, the, the accessibility po- portion of it, that would be the one thing that I would mm. like to, because the story is so good. It is so wonderful. It's just sad that a friend of mine wanted to play the game and I said, it's the best story you'll ever play, not the best delivery. And I mm. think that that's, that's kind of where yeah. 14 is. You, you I, know, back in my day... Oh, my God. The the 1.0 client actually let you use whatever font you wanted in the chat log. Oh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. how a lot of people yeah, learned change. Eorzean. They they put the fantasy font in there and forced themselves to... to mm-hmm. That's how that's how Moose learned Eorzean. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, I think for me... My my initial thought was absolutely the glamour and die system, but I think I would actually like the map style that Guilds Wars to use as yes. Oh, yes. There's that's so open. There's so much cool crap you can climb yep. on in around under. points of interest are great. Yes, little mm. little things that are just it's there's a, a house over here. What's in it? It's just it's just a regular little house. But you know what? That freaking door opens. There's mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. houses you walk up to in 14 and it's like, and this is just a box. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. tons of levels. Meta yeah. events. Yes. Meta event. yeah, yeah. For me, for me, it's builds. I don't care that in rating there'll be one meta. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because there's open world and deep dungeon and treasure maps could be a whole different build. Like who cares if the meta will boil down to one? That's fine. I, I just... I love that freedom of Guild Wars 2 in that way. And yes, there are things that you can do absolutely wrong, but you can mess around with it and then just change it. Like, who cares? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Matt Matt, I'm glad that you mm-hmm. brought that up because that oh, there's like so many things from either game sure. that I'd love to see them like pick up on and influence. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things to me that has become my obsession, like I love metas in Guild Wars 2. Yeah. I left to my own devices, I will just run them endlessly. Like I have to tell myself, Rook, you have to do something else on stream today because all you've been doing is metas, so, girl. You gotta stop. Would, so- I, would I be correct in categorizing them as like a fate chain, but on steroids? Right, it's like yes, open yeah. world raid mm-hmm. it's an open world raid. Yeah, that, that, so that has yeah, a bunch of fate chains that coalesce into yeah. oftentimes a very cinematic raid boss. Right, yeah, and it's it's like the cool thing is for those yes, for those who don't know what meta events are, mm-hmm. um, we kind of have an equivalent in fourteen, which is the Dataki Chronicles. Um, which has its uh-huh. own story that you play through. You do each of the events, they progress to the next event, to the next event, and then it culminates in a big fight with the Matanga that come out of the caves and there's like a boss, right? Mm-hmm. However, I think the big thing in 14 is that um, they're not super rewarding to mm-hmm. you. Like, Fate, see, we got gemstones and stuff now, but even so, they're not super rewarding. In Guild Wars 2, they are a major part of endgame loop. 
So there are mm. all kinds of things that drop from these unique cosmetics, all kinds of materials that you can then sell or like mm. random gear you can break down into materials that you can sell. They're great for gold farming. They're so like there's a ton of stuff. There's usually unique achievements with them. But the idea is, is that they like create this big, impactful narrative on a map. And because they're not running 24 mm seven, -hmm. it doesn't like lock the map just into that. But when that kicks off, sometimes these meta events are even an actual dedicated story beat in an expansion. So there's like a meta event um, in the finale of Heart of Thorns, the first expansion for Guild Wars 2, where what's happening in the meta event is parallel to what's happening in your story instance. So mm. in the story instance, you're inside of this enclosed thing fighting this enemy, and outside you can hear what's happening in the meta event as your mm. allies and the, the mm. armed forces push in and are fighting this huge dragon outside and then you're fighting this battle inside mm -hmm. and then you can flip and play through that perspective um i think a great example of a potential for this would have been the locks with alamigo having some kind of huge event where you and your allied forces show right. up on the doorstep of um alamigo and you're all like we've rallied everyone all the forces are here and then you go through this huge thing where you go through and come into conflict with the different commanders and end up at the gates where there's some kind of big world boss and like you storm the gates and then the gates crumble and then you go in like it would be something like that um mm -hmm. but they're so fun they're epic some of the biggest battles in the game are in mm -hmm. these um and the the effects full-scale dragons all this kind of stuff Correct. it's so neat and there's even dedicated uh there's a thing called a commander tag so right, yeah commanders lead right. large-scale squads that then coordinate these efforts because these have their own mechanics these metas where you need to mm -hmm. complete these three things simultaneously and everybody has to time it or you have to do this thing or this thing or this thing so it becomes this huge collaborative open world content and it's really cool yeah. it's so cool <laughs> it's really neat just for the sake of time is there anything else like you'd like to compare between the two games something that really stands out for you guys no is an acceptable answer yeah because we've <laughs> talked about it a lot like yeah. you know the outline was like here's a guide i knew we were going to be all over the place because <laughs> yeah, that's the way we talk that's the way you talk i think we really have covered the major elements mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. create these differences between these two mmos both having their successes and and triumphs and both having their missteps and difficulties mm -hmm. um but i'd say like we covered like pretty much everything mm -hmm. i mean I, I would say that i i kind of stand in awe at the absolute dedication to story that is in final fantasy 14. Mm. every single job that you do has a story mm. every single crafting profession up to a point, I think it's up yeah. to uh, the crystal um, place in mm -hmm. in, 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 yeah. <laughs> in Graha's uh, place. They, they, it's it's so driven by story, and it's so dedicated to it, and they're so cute. I love mm -hmm. the fact that not every story that you play through is life and death. Sometimes it's like, you know, there's a crafter and he's a bit of an asshole and he thinks he's better than everyone else. And you come in and you kick his ass and you <laughs> take him down a peg or two and he, he, he learns and he grows in the experience. Or, you know, he carries on being an asshole. It's okay. It's fine. You do you, boo. But we get to experience it. And I really, I love the, the tiny little stories that we get to play through. I really mm. like that. 
Mm. Although I will say it's a bit jarring when you go into Limsa and there's a lot of ERP. But that's fine. <laughs> Everywhere no, that's, has I'm sorry. Sorry. Divinity's reach. That's just yeah, me, Miss Tellin, in true. the chat. So don't worry about that. Don't mind that. Don't mind. Yeah, that. it's funny. To um, me. Every, everywhere's Goldshire. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it just, depends. You just turn off the chat. It depends on the server because yeah, yeah on Balma it is not Limsa. Limsa, no, it's oh my god. Oh, don't go oh, to Alda. Oh, spill the tea. Alda. Don't don't it's Alda. don't go to Alda. The Adventurers Guild, the Quicksand. Don't go in there. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't care if you want to herb. Do it. Yeah, Give that's it fine. But, but don't go in there without no. It's a shout chat is a shit show in Alda. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. if you're having a bad day and you don't want to see people be stupid, don't go to Ulda. Don't go there. <laughs> don't turn I, on as we call it piss chat. I might need don't to go to Ulda. <laughs> I mean, go have fun, enjoy. There's also a, a variety yeah. of clubs and other locations yeah. in the game that are run and staffed by people uh, mm -hmm. of a variety of mature to just benign. So you know, go yep. for it. And um, there, I, there Ulda, are courtesans you can pay. You yep. can pay a courtesan. <laughs> you can. Yeah, um, it's a um, wonderful world. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because this was a big one that actually Veiled tossed in the chat. Uh, really quick touch base on our our you know what would you bring back and forth? G pose, mm -hmm. photo mode. That oh was a sure, too. yeah, mm. yep. Because we don't have that in Guild Wars too. Yeah, but uh, to go back to go back, Fordex, please continue your thought on your your final context of the story. I mean, I agree. I think the the dedication to story in fourteen is phenomenal. I mean. Mm -hmm. Guild Wars 2 has its own different approach to storytelling. And I think there are many merits even where, you know, some of the big hurdles that we talked about that can even be unapproachable about 14 story in Guild Wars 2, it's much more approachable. And I think that that action component, the the way that they try to bring people in so that you are an active part of the story is really fantastic. But as we've even talked about in the Lightbringers podcast, I do think they could lean more into their cinematic dedication to story. And 14, I think, has the best example of linear throughput, cinematic, cutscene style, RPG, mm -hmm. like more old school RPG influenced storytelling in an MMO right mm -hmm. now. Because if you sit, if you sit in there and you're like, I'm ready, you get through it. And at the end, I think the payoff is phenomenal. Will yeah. it resonate the same for everybody? Maybe not. Is it okay if you got through it and you were like, I did not actually care about this? Sure, that's fine. Like, you know, but I think the vast majority of people have been convinced by the end, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the only area where Guild Wars 2 is better in terms of, of story than Final Fantasy XIV is in the in the um, the lead characters. Mm. Sure. So, hear me out. It, it's not about who they are. Well, it's not about... They support... The LGBTQIA community—they mm. have disabled characters as mm. main characters. They talk about things like trauma. They talk about things that are hard and difficult. Now, I'm not saying that Final Fantasy XIV doesn't. I mean, it's mm. it's it's a psychology mm -hmm. textbook dressed up as a story. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but they for, for, from the very go from the from the moment the game launched in in Guild Wars Two, gay characters. Uh, diversity has been on the playbook and it mm -hmm. representing everybody who plays games because I got honestly if this was 30 years ago yeah it's all guys but it's not like that anymore right yeah it, yeah. it, it really isn't the, the, and I, I love stories from guys some of the best stories are from guys I love Isaac Asimov and Robert Silverberg and all these fantastic writers and sci-fi but also, we need to hear from everybody because we have more stories to tell mm -hmm. and we need different voices to hear those stories. And I think that 
Guild Wars 2 does that fantastically. And I think that a lot of Japanese content, and I love anime specifically for this, is very brave when it comes to this kind of thing. And mm -hmm. they go down and they tell difficult stories and they talk about things that are very hard. So I would like to see a bit more of the substance coming over from Final Fantasy and a bit more of the inclusion and diversity in different faces and different, different points of view over from Guild Wars 2. Mm. yeah i love that i mm. love Good. that it so it's, well a, it's a it's a important topic right now with a little bit of discourse about final fantasy and diversity and 16 yep. and a whole lot of things mm -hmm. about that so yeah I, I think a lot of people would agree that yeah maybe bring a little bit of that over mm -hmm. so what haven't you experienced yet in 14 that you were really looking forward to you guys Nothing. Um, Sandalki. <laughs> Erp. Yeah. Erp. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm really One just, in row. I'm not really, um, I don't go into things with many expectations. Mm. Okay. I like to keep a very open mind with whatever I'm doing in life or in games. So I'm really just taking the game for what it is mm. and the experiences that I have. So I'm not really expecting much. Uh, I'm not expecting little. I'm mm. just expecting you know, I'm fine. I would say that I'm I'm not super far off from that myself. And I think that perspective actually helps me to enjoy things in the storylines more specifically. Like mm. sometimes they're kind of spoon feeding you what's going to happen. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're like, oh, okay, well, this character just did that. And it was next to this. So this thing is definitely happening later. And it happens. But even then, because I wasn't like expecting the way it would, the path to get there is still just very fulfilling. Mm. So I think that's actually a great way to be when it comes to this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Harold? Anything that you are particularly looking forward to from your experience in the game, be it other content, story stuff, future stuff? So I haven't played. This is like a deep, dark confession. Mm. I haven't played any of the Hildebrand storyline. Oh. oh my gosh. Oh, Fusion, okay, are you okay? It's my turn to get up. And... <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. It's okay. His nipples are just too powerful. They're just like repelling <laughs> me. It's just, Nobody in Final it's Fantasy has nipples. What do you mean? <laughs> it's the implication. They are definitely powerful nipples under there. I mean, why I would he not? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, everything yeah, come on. And he they seems to have diamonds. a very strange relationship with his father. I've seen some cutscenes. Yeah. I have questions. Oh. I have oh. questions. Wait, wait okay. until you meet his mom. <laughs> I've heard of this man. The entire family <laughs> yeah. is yep. is fantastic. <laughs> mm -hmm. God uh, enjoy those. Yeah. They're a ride. They're a ride. Mm -hmm. There there are parts that he make said... you just laugh uproariously, and there yep. are parts that fall flat for oh my people. God, he's but... in drag. Yeah. Oh. One point, yes. Yes. Yeah. What's with yes. the spinning? Slay, Why with mama. feet and the spinning? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. I mean, I had a close said... relationship with my dad, but the, you know, love your dad, just don't love your dad. <laughs> you know, his dad's also on the city council for old dog. Yep, yeah, he is not like late. It explains the city a little bit and runs a, and runs a casino. You said you like anime, right? So. They took a bunch of wacky anime tropey things and smashed it into Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. and that is that is the Hildebrand. When, story when you yeah. hear the phrase "went full anime," Hildebrand is what brought that into Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. But to be clear, you do recommend playing 
the yes. quest line. Yes, yes. they are okay. hilarious. They 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 are pretty freaking they will funny. Also, unlock a few fights. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I recommend playing it because yeah. you can't do some of the fights and you miss out on some interesting lore. Otherwise, yeah, Hildebrand's not my cuppa. Actually, yeah. as a new player, the, the thing that I recommend is you try and do all the content because there are so many dungeons that are locked behind other stuff yeah. That, yeah. that I got like handheld around that I would have completely missed if I'd have just followed the main storyline. Mm -hmm. um, it, there's so much content in Final Fantasy XIV. You, you could, it, this could be your full-time job if you really... <laughs> I mean, that's I think that's the aspirational point that my daughter's at. But yes, it really could be... <laughs> A full-time job, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what sort of changes would you like to see made to 14, like, in the near-distant future? One, Maybe one big change. Yeah, crew, if you got something, I saw I saw it cross your little, mind as you giggled. little smirkity smirk. Gears turn. And, and the first thing that popped in my mind was free-to-play. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. Sorry about this. Square Enix is the only thing keeping Square Enix alive. This is true. Yeah. This is t this is true. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of big changes, um, I know that there isn't there going to be like a, an engine update or some graphical yeah, update. Graphical yeah, graphical update. Um, mm -hmm. I I think this game has been showing its age. Uh, when mm -hmm. coming back and playing through, I think it's uh, Gridania, the one with like a bunch of trees. Mm -hmm. um, it all just looks like bland clay trees and it's a very <laughs> samey, samey color palette. So just visual improvements and, mm -hmm. and overhauls in the future, I'd like to see. Yeah. Whenever I feel like that, I just look at Final Fantasy XI and I'm like, nah, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There is some, some the, the, the tree shadow. It's the tree shadows that do it. Oh, sure. Me. Shadow. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I, I feel like I'm like, did I take psilocybin today? I'm not sure. <laughs> You're speaking the ones of... that move across the ground. <laughs> yeah, they, they just yeah. They, they glitches it's like weird. yeah. They yeah. jitter. You know, you mentioned Hien, and I was like, yeah, he's pretty. His outfit is not though. I mean, you it's can definitely see oh, every some single picture. Some of those textures <laughs> yeah. in Stormblood, oh. I look at them, and I just go like, it, it's like somebody mm. threw up a, a, a few different variations Ooh. of brown yeah. and just dots, <laughs> and then weaved it into a carpet and then oh. wore it. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like we all kind of agree. Uh -huh. It's at the point where Final Fantasy needs to take a look at it. It's pretty levels. You're Final Fantasy. You're supposed to be top tier pretty across the video game <laughs> yeah. world. I mean, and, and to, we, to Yoshida's we, we know they credit, are, though. So. To Yoshida's credit, I mean, this was something we interviewed him right before 2.0 came out. And that was like, he's mm -hmm. like, I want to always make sure that the graphics yep. are up to date. And mm -hmm. then... As he got further along in it, he's like, maybe that's not the most like plausible, realistic <laughs> thing in game dev. Um, and now they're like several generations behind. And this was something, and I've mentioned it before. He talked about in um, his weekly Famitsu articles that he was doing for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but now they're finally at the point where they're like, all right, look, this is the moneymaker for the company. They're like, basically gave him a blank check. They're like, do what you got to do to like make mm -hmm. this and and so, make it work. Yeah. Give Hildebrand yeah. nipples. It must there be done. Give him nipples. You coward. Uh, Free those nips. <laughs> um, yes. I, it's funny. I think the thing I would add on here is convenience is a big thing sure. for me. Yeah, I, yeah there's a lot. There's, there are so many convenience things that they could do in 14. Um, be that, like we've talked about the wardrobe for fashion, be that account-wide stuff, just give us more mm -hmm. account-wide stuff, make that a thing, make it just a thing. Um, convenience in placing and manipulating housing items. Just convenience. There's uh, a lot of little 
or huge, little too yeah. to gigantic convenience things that they could do. Mm -hmm. um, even an account-wide bank would be great, like we were talking about from Guild Wars 2, or mm -hmm. just stuff like that. Um, that would be mine. But mine I know we is, also have to wrap uh, up soon. But Yeah, my, my, just really fast. Mine is uh, stop making the game easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Shots Will you fired. come over and play Guild Wars 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need that as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same sentiment for Guild Wars 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Aldino Fusion, you have anything or? <sighs> that was mine too. I'll just yeah. let that be mine. I don't need to rant right now. I mean, I. I, I always love quality of life stuff. I always love when they mm. are able to experiment and try new things. I know I love that they maintain a consistent schedule um, for updates and stuff, but every so often you get that one thing you're like, what the hell is ocean fishing? That's going to be the... I spent so much time ocean fishing when that patch mm -hmm. dropped. I, I would have never imagined. So um, I think just keeping that consistent schedule, I think that yeah. consistent update schedule, you know, some, some, some release, you know, some new content will be bangers. Some won't be. Um, but you know, having that that consistency, I think, is the most important thing. Mm. Actually, actually, I've just thought of something. So in Guild Wars Two, they do gender dimorphism really well. Mm -hmm. mm. In Final Fantasy, they just stick boobs on everything. Yeah. yeah. So I would love to. <laughs> Sorry. So right. I, I know that uh, there's a there's a um a, I can't remember the name of them. It's a very masculine cat. Oh, Rothgar. Rothgar. Okay. I would really love to see a proper hench, beautiful Rothgar female avatar. Mm -hmm. they, I don't yeah, want they're... a weedy, wafy, tiny little. Th yes. what, what is happening with the with the aura? Right. Yeah. Why do we have these massive and then these tiny little thimble people? <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you do try Guild Wars two, <laughs> the, the 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 char are fantastic. Right. They, 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 they are not. They, they've done the female character proper justice, rather than like mm. the torrent. What is wrong with the torrent? I mean, oh my god, <laughs> we could. Yeah, no, don't yeah. even. I've, yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, the, the good news is we are we are, are going to get female yeah. Hrothgar at some point, and we may have had a sneak peek at uh, what they were envisioning for that. Um, the boss for. Uh, some of the Boja content um, originally, mm. the queen was going to be a female Rothgar. So in the art book, yeah. um, there's, a, you know, I, that could have changed since then. You know, who knows? Sure. I mean, Aura chain. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they were more succubusy. It's a good point, though, because like the Char, for example, the Char Nasura in Guild Wars 2, there's very little gender dimorphism between masculine and feminine. Even uh -huh. to the point where some of the gear pieces um, that will be displayed display the masculine version yeah. on... Mm either because it's just the most neutral um so yeah i will never forget that you have called them thimble people mm -hmm. <laughs> that it's just so perfectly encapsulated yeah. the way i feel about femme mm -hmm. aura they're so cute and they're so pretty but they're little thimble people <laughs> and um yes it's very strange it's very intense yeah mm -hmm. and that is the last thought that we have time for is them yeah. very intense <laughs> uh, before we close this out, uh, we want to hear where we can find you on the internet. Harold, uh, what are you up to? Where where can people find you? Sorry, oh, that's cheating. <laughs> uh, I'm the Crichton Herald. Um, for next, the Crichton Herald, I make Guild Wars 2 content 
on YouTube and I stream on Twitch. I can say that now because I stream today. So there you go. Oh my God. There you go. Um, and I have made Final Fantasy 14 stuff in the past. I would love to make Final Fantasy 14 lore videos. I love the mm. lore, but I'm just a bit scared. It's a, it's, it's a scary it. thing. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I don't know Sorry. what I'm talking about, but I'm still making videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm done. Groof, <laughs> where, where can we find all of your videos? Hello, everyone. You can find me over on YouTube at Kroof, spelled K-R-O-O-F. I also stream here on Twitch. It's the same name, but with an underscore, because someone. Mm -hmm. um, and I usually play a lot of Guild Wars 2 content around guild wars 2 class raids a little bit of story here and there um but i've also been going through final fantasy 14 at my own pace and uh right after this i'm actually going to be doing a guild wars 2 stream sponsored by arena net giving away four community uh chest codes and 800 gems which is the in-game mm. cash shop currency we're gonna be going through the new map and its meta and maybe doing some strike missions which are like Final Fantasy 14 trials. Um, but thank you so, so much for having me on. I had such a great time. I love talking about thank this, you even both. though I didn't know much. <laughs> oh, thank you no, so much fine. for joining us. Yeah. Uh, if you want, you can find me on the internet, everything. Uh, Raffle Durg, R-O-F-L-D-R-G, Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube has a has an X at the end, because somebody mm -hmm. took just normal Raffle Durg. <laughs> As in, you know, it happens. Uh, yeah. Zen, where can people find you? I am on Twitter at Zedra underscore A because somebody took Zedra. <laughs> These people on the internet. Yeah. How dare they? To be fair, I semi stole this name too, so you know. Yeah, um, you know. And then Twitch and YouTube, um, we've been doing plus the word, won the number, shot the word, plus one shot. It's a D&D and &D other tabletop games podcast. Um, me and Aldino and some other friends of ours, we have three uh, concurrent games running with three different storylines, and we're pretty goofy. So Settings, fun. yeah. Yeah, one of, uh, we'll have one tonight at approximately 10 p.m. Eastern, and it is based in the Diablo world. Aldino. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, here and only here. Also on Twitter at Aldino, because nobody <laughs> wanted that gobbledygook name. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, plus the word when the number shot the word D and D stuff and tabletop stuff. Uh, and yeah, we do D and D here, or at least a Final Fantasy fourteen themed D and D. Maybe in the future, I might be somewhere else playing some tabletop. Maybe even in another setting. Uh, who knows? I'm looking at you, Rook. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe oh, in I the forgot future. For one a second. Oh, I, dang I, it. I knew what he was talking about, <laughs> yeah. and you had I to feel like so what are you? We've had guests in town, and I forgot to message you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, fine. we will be doing that, and I will follow up like the responsible <laughs> adult I am. Same fam. <laughs> <laughs> Rook, where can people find you online? Hi, I'm a responsible adult named Rook. You can find me on <laughs> twitch.tv slash rookery that's r-o-o-k-u-r-i you can also find me on youtube at the same and on twitter at rookery underscore because somebody <laughs> took rookery 
Um, but tomorrow I'll also be guesting tomorrow, depending on when you are listening to this being March 5th, I will also be guessing on the Lorelines XIV podcast, uh, aka Lorelines, uh, which is going to be great. We're actually going to be talking about LGBTQIA plus rep in 14 nice. and Final Fantasy. So that's going to be fun. Getting to revisit that, especially like we were saying with all the stuff that's going on right now and com- mm-hmm. uh, conversations being had about it. And then you can also uh, keep an eye out for some special 14 streams that we've been doing. Because uh, I've actually, like I said, been taking a couple of Guild Wars 2 art partners, incredibly talented artists, incredibly hilarious human beings, and two wonderful friends, uh, Paul and Angie. We've been going through the entirety of the Final Fantasy XIV story live. It has been bug wild. <laughs> it's largely appropriate, oftentimes inappropriate, and <laughs> it's just been really fun. So, I've seen this. I can confirm all of that. Yeah, <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing it on Wednesdays, and then I've also been doing some special lore uh, streams, which, I mean, hey, Fornax, we could add in. We could do Guild Wars 2 lore streams that we have coming up and 14 lore streams together, but I've been doing mm-hmm. some lore streams as well where we've been researching, diving into, and exploring maps. Um, we're currently working through As a Slaw, and we've learned so much. It's been awesome, so uh, keep an eye out for those because that's some special content we've been doing recently too. Right. And if you want to email us at the show, you can do that at gamerscape.com. You can also tweet at us at Radio. You can also find us as Gamerscape, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, discord.gd slash Gamerscape. We've got our Aetherite Radio channel on there as well as our Final Fantasy XIV chat. So come in and say hello and talk about the stuff you like. And that is going to do it for us this week. Patch is coming up March 7th. Yep. I hope you all enjoy that. Next week we'll talk hands on. I don't. Maybe we'll stream Eureka together. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I might be busy. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't what? know if I can. No. Oh. Yes, I'd love to. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. It's like no. I, I'll I'll be I'll be dead at the time. <laughs> no, I'll be dead. Yeah. Sorry, I have plans to be not <laughs> <Yeah>. living. <laughs> no, I'll be there. I'm excited. Uh, I've got to wash my uh, dog hair. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be so there. So anyway, uh, we'll see we'll you guys next week. Thanks for mm-hmm. tuning in. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.